0: Do you know what XYZ means? No. PDQ. <laughs> your uh, zipper's down. Ex- examine your zipper. Oh.
1: Your is about to pop out. Nice. No, like Whee! petals of a rose. Exactly. <laughs> Very felty and soft.
2: Felty? <laughs> it's like a horse's nose. <laughs> oh, my word. Ooh, that is soft. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a few whiskers on it, but don't mind those. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Dobbins hooter. <laughs> But do you have to it's, hold your hand out flat. It's like a donkey's. <laughs> it's like a donkey's nostril. <laughs> it fla- it flares when excited.
1: <laughs> we just give it a carrot; it'll calm right down.
2: <laughs> <laughs> or a piece of sugar held back on an open palm <laughs> That's it.
0: Hey there. Welcome to motorcycles and misfits. Coming to you from the recycle garage in Santa Cruz, California.
3: We're a little bit of Santa. Oh yeah.
0: I, I found the way to, way out of not not lying. Uh, hey everyone, this <laughs> is Liza, and uh, I, I worked on my KTM this week, and we'll get to that. But modern bikes suck. V mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know why everyone's fighting for the right to repair, man. It's (laughs) it's a jungle out there. (laughs) It sucks. But let's get to who is in the room today. Mm -hmm. Uh, um, Longtime misfit, (laughs) first time back in a while. Oh, and now officially taking the seat of exotic number one. It's Henry. Hey, what's up, everybody? Hey, Henry. You are actually you are exotic number one now, Henry. Exotic number
4: one. You are number one. Why is that?
0: Because Nock's not here.
4: Oh yeah, that's true.
0: <laughs> Fuck Knock. <laughs> <laughs> ah! <laughs> that's a spirit. And joining us for the first time, and and let's see if he can speak up well enough. It's Neil. Hey everybody! Thanks. Get closer. Try again. Okay. Yeah, get Just right up, in up it. to the microphone. Get, get right, right up in it. the face. Yeah. That. You basically have to tongue it. What? No. Why are you supposed to go along with that? Well, no, it's, 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 no. no. I can't. Uh, on the classy girl couch tonight in her black lace, it's Miss Emma. <laughs> oh, cool, blimey gov, you're a caution. Uncha. Uncha.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Hello, darlings.
0: Oh, and you made me look like an idiot today. Rightfully so. No, I make myself look like an idiot. You made me look like an idiot today. Rightfully so. We'll we'll get to that. Really? Yeah. Oh, it wasn't intentional, though. No, exactly. It was rightfully so.
2: Oh, okay. Yes, we'll get to it. Okay. Because I yelled at you last week, and I think you were quite upset about that.
0: Oh, that was stupid. (laughs) You you were wrong last week, but this week you were right. <clears throat> exactly. it was just seeing you, man. You, you, that time
2: machine. you called sheet.
0: me ADD for sitting there and reading instructions, <laughs> which made no sense whatsoever. No, that's that's not. Yeah. What well, that I'm, that ve- I'm. That's not what that <laughs> means
2: at all. No, I'm very sorry, Liza. You know, you, no, you. I mean, you are ADD, yeah, but not, not at that moment. Not at that particular moment. And like, I am very what? sorry because I, I really am. I'm very. Fond it was a of poor you.
0: choice of insults. Oh, you could have done a- much better.
2: Okay, sorry. I'll be better
1: next time.
0: Next time, like you're fat and boring. Well, good lord. Yeah. I, quite, I I
1: think you all should do it every every weekend. I found it quite entertaining. <laughs> I was actually just out with Craig and Matt. And I was talking <laughs> to them. I was like, "Oh, it was great." They were giving each other shit. It was <laughs> it, it, it's, it's fun to watch. So it's
2: like we're married. Yes. I mean we've been doing mm. this for so long. Mm-hmm. Well, it got
5: interesting when you were talking about which direction the duck head was supposed to go.
0: Wah, 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 I wah, didn't wah. even know what
5: duck head. What's all?
0: Yeah. Well, I still have not. I, I have to get back to the uh, Rabaconda for time number two. I haven't not. I'm not giving giving my official diagnosis yet. We'll get to that. But let's get to who else is here in the room. It's Scotty.
3: Hello. I get motorcycle parts at the hardware store.
0: <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I should. I think. Um. I think Scotty's motto should be ready to take you in the wrong direction
1: <laughs> in the best way possible. <laughs>
0: Exactly
5: Sufficient drywall screws with that
1: (laughs) Well I just learned about the the types The the three types of fun from Scotty Just recently Did you know there were three types of fun?
0: Well, Nikki Jim Tell us what three types of fun are
1: I forget, what were they Scotty? Oh, Mm. type one, type two, and type three And type one is like It's fun while you're
0: doing it It's
3: It's a fun thing to do that you're enjoying While it's happening
1: Like eating a taco
3: Yeah, could be type one fun
1: Type two fun is the fun where it blows when you're doing it, right? Yeah, it's and really you're like, miserable. This way. is not fun, but then some time goes by and you're like, Yeah, that was fun.
0: And Bagel, what do you think is type three fun?
1: Um,
6: riding a scooter. Fun <laughs> the, the the kind of fun you think you're having at the time, but later you come to regret. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Regretful fun.
3: <laughs> well, I always think of type tri- three fun as things that are not fun to have done, but they're fun to be
1: able to tell people about. Hmm. But you wouldn't do it again. Have fun wouldn't stories wouldn't about but it. But you might. I have a few stories like that. But in that vein, Dakar Rally just wrapped up, so if p- people haven't seen it, I would definitely suggest it, because I think let's, there are multiple types of fun in that. Event.
0: It was on the list uh, tonight, so let's just get quickly to that. Dakar Update. Dakar's over. Ricky Brayback ran a perfect race, really.
1: Yeah, you know, I I, I think so. It's hard to... I mean, we, we talked about it last week, and Emma, <laughs> thanks for elucidating us on... The historic parts of the rally in the sense that the reason they make them ride like hundreds of miles before the right. race, because that's the fucking race.
2: Exactly. Yeah,
1: it's not just a dirt bike race. It's an endurance event. It is, and always has been. Yeah. And,
2: the, the you know, the, the, the French mindset towards competition is always based on endurance. Mm-hmm. It's always pushing the vehicles to the limit. It's always pushing the riders and the drivers to the limit. Um so that, that's their mindset. So it makes perfect
1: sense to me. Yeah, and it's a fascinating thing. It's like uh, that genre of people like Scotty, like, let's take a hard event and just make it harder because why not, right? Um, but it was great. Yeah, so Ricky Brabec kicked ass. Second, his second win, I think he won two years ago. So hoo-ha, America. I'd like to see that. And he dominated. I was watching an interview with him. I think it was after stage 10. And he's like, I think he had like a 10-minute lead or something like that yeah. over the uh, Botswanan. Um, and he's like, I feel good. He goes, I feel good. I feel like I can charge tomorrow. Was he like, was wow. for
0: most of the race. He would say, I'm at 115%. <clears throat> and on like the second to last day, he was like, I'm at a hundred percent. I'm like, Oh, he's dipping.
1: He dropped 15. <laughs> but he was, he was strong the whole time. And, and you know what I forget. So a little sidebar, um, go check out the YouTube videos. If you haven't, I know Red Bull TV has it as well. But what I liked about YouTube is I had a chance this weekend, just to spend some time hanging out and there's all these little rabbit holes you can go down to down in, in parts of it. And what I liked is there's things like, you know, you get to watch the racing, which is really cool, all the helicopter footage. But then they would show like what it's like to do the, was it the mile melee or whatever it is? Yes.
0: melee mile, the
1: Malay mile, mm-hmm. the privateers, you know, what their, what their kit looks oh, like and what they have. No, to no, with. the mo, um, moto,
0: the, metal, the modal, 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 modal,
1: modal. modal, modal. Mo, modal mile, whatever yeah. it is, melee, um, that kind milia?
0: of stuff. Mm-mm.
1: So uh, anyway,
0: modal, modal <laughs> uh, sponsored.
1: These are the that dudes segment, that segment,
0: people who are... It's the... Like Iron Man, it's... You're doing all your own maintenance. You're your own Yeah, privateering. Yeah,
1: <clears throat> yeah. but I'll do all your own maintenance. Um, but then you would see things, everything from how they bivouacked, how they set up their bikes and what their kit looked like. Then they would go to Toby Rice's... I mean, Toby Price's setup. So it's factory KTM. And one episode i thought was fascinating is what the mechanics would do the technicians they broke down the entire bike in between days everything you know forks are coming out chains are coming off i think i don't know if they did sprockets or not but they're changing brake fluid they're doing filters i mean the whole bike was almost disassembled well
2: because it's such a brutal environment yeah you have to and that's what brings home the bacon
1: yeah, that's how you That's how you win. Because it
2: is such a brutal environment. Mm-hmm. And for anybody who's been out in the Middle East, I mean, the sand there, it's not like the sand you get at Clacton-on-Sea or in Monterey or even in Santa Cruz. Yeah. It's incredibly fine sand, mm. and it gets everywhere. I mean everywhere. Every orifice of your body as well.
0: Mm-hmm. I want to talk, though, about my favorite moment of the Dakar. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I shared it on our Recycle facebook page so you haven't seen it jim no all right scotty will help me with this it's basically there's a really rough section of like large rocks mm-hmm. it looked like something from like a hard enduro race large rocks and there's uh, one of the motorcyclists uh, Warren o'kelly thank you off the bike struggling to get it I like
3: think I oh saw yeah we saw well, he, just a, a <clears throat> moment before the clip that i think you're talking about mm. started he was struggling and this was, this was
1: hard enduro type riding. It
3: grinding. was gnarly. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Ordo Kelly, by the way, should get credit being the first Irishman to complete mm, it. Right. Um, but it, it was, you know, he was struggling through there. And everybody was struggling through there. <laughs> and a car had passed him. And passed him a little bit too close. A little bit close for comfort. And yeah, threw him off is his like, line. Yeah,
0: this is a narrow... Oh, so that's what happened before it wasn't he got wide off the open. bike. Before yeah, he okay. got off
3: the bike. And then he was off the bike trying to push it and deal with his bike in this
0: in this like narrow like gully or something full, dully,
1: full of, of boulders right. yeah. it
3: was just nasty another car came up behind him like a mm-hmm. rally car of yeah. one of the rally race mm-hmm. trucks um and uh loic Minerilli? Miner- the,
0: the navigator not the driver, the navigator. the navigator jumps out you know the full gear have you seen this clip i'm shown it's so good runs over to this biker who's struggling to push the bike and basically says like pushes him away like I got, this. I got this jumps on the bike and navigates it rides it out of this gully up into a clearing basically just sets it on the side and was like there you go ran back into the car and they, they and took they off, off yeah. like there but you go what was it? i, I was Ow. like wait well, how does it a navigator I saw Able that to clip. Do that.
1: Well, he used to he used to race motorcycles. Right? Yeah, so Transition yeah. into cars. I <laughs> no like. Doubt. He had no boots. He had those little soft like car shoes they wear. <laughs> yeah. No fucking oh, nothing. No. He just like get out of the way. And he was wearing like the thing, nav- the car helmet. Right? Yeah. And yeah, I know. Yeah. And that's it. <clears throat>
0: Yeah, he, so that was. But that I mean, that's truly cool. the
2: spirit of Dakar for me. Yeah, mm-hmm. it really is.
1: And then, as he's parking, trying to get the bike, he's <coughs> waiting for the rider to get to the bike, and he eventually kind of gets the side stand down. He almost he almost gets run over by this other car charging past him at the same right. time. Yeah,
3: it was a little pinch yeah. point. Yeah. In the Dakar is
1: nuts. It is nuts. But I I, I really did enjoy all the little offshoot videos what, of what's that big one?
6: I said, no shit. oh yeah.
1: shit. <laughs> <laughs> And the trucks are always done. I, my my latest fascination is how they flip the trucks back over. Like, where do they put the strap on the other oh, truck's right. axe? I mean, the big trucks, yeah, yeah. not the little trucks. And how they figure out to flip these things over and get them going.
4: Oh, those like big old racing semis that make like yeah. a thousand horsepower. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah. They were trucks. I mean, they're trucks. They were working trucks, and now they're out hauling. And sometimes they'll roll them over, and they keep rolling.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. They're basically. Square. But um. I don't know who's making the the competitive trucks now. For a long time, it was the Czechs, the Tatras, were were the truck to beat. Interesting. The East Europeans make some pretty
1: badass trucks. Huh. That's cool. Well, it's fun. Like, in the vintage classes, too, like, they'll run the old stuff. But in that vein, they had a truck that was originally made in the 50s or 60s for a snowplow. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and yeah. then it was
1: like like a like, like, like a fire truck, the fire kind truck. Of thing. Yeah, I saw
0: that. And then they
1: bought it, and they're like, "We're going to fucking decar this thing."
0: You can go down so many rabbit holes following some of the privateer teams, like the women in the Duchesneau. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> there's so many crazy stuff. But I, I I'll, I'll admit, I would watch the recap, and I just watch the motorcycles and then they get to like the quads and uh, oh fuck the quads yeah Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. i like the other thing i
1: appreciate about it is the passion everybody has like they're having these the worst moments of their lives right and but if they make it to the next checkpoint they're like but that's all right tomorrow's another day and they're all so excited to be there
0: oh there was another one it was one of the the cars one of the cars and the the driver and the navigator were not getting along. Apparently, mm-hmm. they were really pissed because well, they had had two flat tires, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then they were like um, trapped. And another one of their teammates and another car pulled up, and they were dead in the water because the the navigator the, the driver's like, "Where's the jack? Where's the jack?" I, I tossed it. We have two flat tires. Like I, he he left it at the last stop. He's like. But there's oh, still no. rubber on there. Like, we're not dead until there's no rubber. Like, they will run with flats. Yeah. And he was so pissed at the Navigator who had left everything behind because, like, we got no more tires left. What's the point? You yeah, know? Yeah. I think they
1: would have game planned that. But and shit happens wow. when you're in the heat of the moment, though. Yeah. So
0: they were waiting for other people to show up to help them. And and then I, that was, a, it was one of Carlos Sands' um, teammates. Who was in the lead, and they were like, don't stop. They just waved him on because like, he was going to win if he kept going and didn't stop to help him. And it was like, ah. So there's so much crazy stuff going on. But it is cool. Sometimes they do stop and help each other. Um, and the other thing that's kind of cool is the Audi electric cars out there. Those
1: are wicked, Yeah.
0: Yeah, the fact well, that they they're ran, out there. Well, they Canadian. ran.
1: I, I can't remember what it was. It was a whole class of future vehicles, like like some future class. Yeah, it was the future one thousand. Okay, like yeah, them, and they had electric like bikes too. So yeah. they ran electric motorcycles yeah. with titanium hmm. frames.
0: So yeah, you can go down the rabbit hole so much. But, but
1: they're they're actually pushing that though. They're they're trying to push the more whatever electric stuff. Yeah. Yeah, Anyway.
0: But congratulations, Ricky Brabeck. He ran a great race. American, exactly. Um, Just to recap real quick, I did some stuff. Thank you, Jim, for coming over the other night and helping me get the KTM onto the lift. That is a big,
2: heavy bike, isn't
0: yeah, it? Yeah, and it was one of those things. I'm like, there's no point in even trying. I'm just like, Jim, well, especially come backwards. Home. Especially, Yeah, I mean, backwards. A, and like, then there's a wheel uh, truck
1: on the back, you realize. like, oh.
0: But yeah, the ignition kept cutting off. This has been a reoccurring problem. It happened more and more when uh, Scotty and I were riding the other week, and Emma's advice was remove the ignition, which is not easy, and this is why I hate modern bikes, because to remove <laughs> the ignition, you basically have to dismantle the entire front end yes the fairing, yes but i was able to get the bars off yes. and then get the top triple tree yes. off. which just getting that off was hard yes and trying to get any leverage to tap it up and then um, remove the ignition switch and found a lot of dirt in there
1: i mean a lot didn't you yeah and you showed me you showed me on the table it was a lot of dirt
0: yeah and see here's the thing. Um, This bike was Jocelyn Snow's first adventure bike. So it makes sense why there'd be all this silt that just got up in there. It's surprising how much was up in there. So I cleaned it all out, put it back together. I think that's good. And then here's where I looked like an idiot. I think you missed this part today, Jim. Um, When I was riding with Scotty, I was complaining about my, my rear brake felt soft. It just didn't feel right. It was mostly working, but it just felt weird. Yeah, now some of that was. I have a flat tire, so it's really hard to gauge. There was that. Yep. <clears throat> but in general, it wasn't. So I thought, oh, I'm going to um, just bleed it, you know, just flush yeah. all the fluid out and check. I looked at the brake pads. There's, there's some brake pads in there. Um, and in doing so, I get to a point where when I flushed it and I was just um, uh, put the cap on on the, the rear. Uh, master cylinder yeah. and i was just spraying it with like 409 just to clean everything off and when i pumped the brake there were bubbles coming up i'm like ah oh, crap <laughs> hmm. now there it wouldn't be coming from the the cylinder it would be coming or, well not from the reservoir it'd be coming from the the hose
1: the union the banjo. Yes.
0: i'm like ah oh, crap now to get uh, to oh, it's, that
1: it's not just a little o-ring on the cover
0: yeah. No, well, no, out of like the, the side no, of the banjo, oh, you can have okay. the reservoir cap off and still the work, press yeah. the brakes, right? Yeah. So it must be a, a leak from the the banjo. So I need to get the bolt off, holding the banjo bolt on. But there is the the rear foot peg. Bracket in the way so to remove that
2: Modern bikes right
0: yeah Modern bikes to remove that I need To remove the side cover Of the tail but to to remove remove That that, I need to remove The tail case and the Exhaust system but to
3: remove that
0: (laughs) And I just was like what And I'm like taking all this stuff and then Emma comes over and she points To the two bolts holding the master cylinder To the frame she goes why don't you just take those two bolts Off
7: like oh (laughs) Crap (laughs)
2: <laughs> and it, that's by no means un, uh, unprecedented on a, on a lot of modern bikes to bleed the rear brake the, the reservoir it's got a remote reservoir on its own hose and on a lot of bikes you actually have to take the bolt out that holds the reservoir onto the frame and actually kind of maneuver it outside the frame so you can get the lid off and top it off and then bleed your brakes so you know, it's
1: legit so
2: anyway there, so there you
1: go so, did, you, did you have the exhaust off?
0: No, oh, I didn't good. get to the didn't exhaust. Be, thank God. I, no, it was just like one <laughs> but, thing after the word. Like just to get the side cover off, I got three of the bolts out. The fourth one was behind the exhaust. It's like, oh, uh-huh. it's like one thing after another. Yeah. But then it turns out once I replaced the, the the seals, the crush washers on the banjo, put it back together, sprayed it down, pumped the brake, bubble, bubble, bubble. And it was John who pointed it out that that wasn't a issue and I didn't think about this either. So when you are pressing the brake, the reservoir volume is changing. And that's why you have the, what is the rubber piece in there? Yeah, the, the, diaphragm. the diaphragm. The diaphragm, which is allowed to, you know, it has like ribs in it so it can expand and contract. Like right? an accordion. Like an accordion. Yeah. Well, to expand and contract, you need to have breather vents in the top of the cap. Yeah. Right. Right, I, I, didn't I didn't think know. about oh, this what you were either. I didn't even so when that. I was seeing bubbles, it was the top of the cap. Just breathing, s- breathing. Oh,
2: interesting. And the fluid
0: wasn't going into the reservoir; it was just going into the the rubber cap. No Okay. Yeah. So mm. there was no no issues. issue. <laughs> so all of that.
1: So the brakes better now?
0: No, no, a little bit. She ha- bled the. Um,
2: I bled it at the ABS.
0: <clears throat> yeah, um, the ABS at the top. But it was one of those things where I'm just like trying to like... No, you know what? The- I, it's frustrating to work on these modern bikes. They don't make it right. easy.
2: That brake is going to feel great on the road. Trust me. So you'll yeah. be fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As long as your tire has air in it.
0: <laughs> <The hell laughs> and threads. I'm getting, I'm getting closer. Oh, I am right. getting closer. Um, so we've got um, a l- couple things to talk about. Let's get to real quickly. Who got a new tool they want to talk about?
3: Oh, I did. I Scotty's got, got a new tool. I got... So, I've been discovering that while I've been, like, getting by with the basics for a really long time, there are some really simple things that I've got. I've gotten recently that are not expensive that make working on motorcycles just way easier. Uh, the first one was a set of JIS screwdrivers. Yes. yes. Basic stuff. But, yep. you know, I've been working with regular Phillips head and trying not to mess it up. And it's been work. JIS, wow. Wha- for $10, total life improvement. The most recent one that I got was a, and I don't know the, the right name for this. Neil, help me out. It's the ratcheting terminal oh, crimper it's thing. A ratcheting crimper. So when you're putting a new plug onto yeah. a wire or something, you got to crimp the little terminal on before you put it in the back of the plug. The expensive ones came from Amp, and
5: they were like 200 bucks last time I looked at those, but... <laughs> I yeah. think you paid how much for it? Uh, yeah, it was year? like
3: eight ninety nine. Oh, and crazy. incredible, just such a time saver because otherwise, crimping those things on with a pair of needle nose pliers is just miserable. And it doesn't work that well. You don't get the well, right.
0: Why don't you have a it. crimper?
3: Well, I had like shitty crimpers before, okay. but the, fi- the the nice ratcheting one is game changer. Made my life so much better. I finished all the wiring on that SP six fifty.
0: I don't know about this ratcheting. Do you know about this, Emma? Yeah. Um. It's the, the the
2: key is to have a proper crimper, and if you've got a lot of wiring to do, a ratcheting crimper is going to save you a great deal of time. Um. I've got an ancient kit. God, my wiring kit's probably from the seventies, um, and it's got like a legit Japanese crimper on it, and it's quite a big tool, um. And people are like, oh, you do fine work with that. And it just, it kind of, when you crimp the wires, they've got to almost form like um, a B shape yeah, around yeah, yeah. the wire. Yeah. And it's quite a big tool that actually does that. You actually need to kind of turn a flat piece into what looks like a B where the wires are cap- trapped Capital letter the, B. Capital letter B and lying it, on its back.
5: And there's two Ooh. parts to it. There's the part that actually grabs the wire, and then the which grab- is a smaller crimp, and, and then, then a bigger yeah. one that bends the, the right. crimp around the insulation. to, to and So and really so
2: I've got this tool, um, and, you know, I'm the first to admit it. I've been using this thing for 40 years. so I'm getting good with it. But it's impossibly big. Um, And It it looks awkward, but it's not. No, this one's reasonably small. It looks like a pair of pliers.
1: That's
0: great.
2: Where'd you find it? Not Harbour Freight or
3: (laughs) Wish.com.
0: Hello. Hmm. All right. All right. Um, We've got a whole bunch of emails to read because they all lead to conversations. And this first one, I've been purposely saving. Uh, This is going to blow your mind. Emma, I'm going to hand you a sheet here. You don't know what it's for, but this is a quite extensive info sheet on all motorcycles and kind it's of, quite some old. of stats 2014 2015 it's right, right, it's, right, right. Suitable. it's suitable it's suitable very small print okay so i had um two people message me about this uh eric and raleigh and also paul kelly so um this is going to blow your mind and we're going to talk about geometry and physics
3: this is paul kelly k-e-l-e
0: k-e-l-l-y never mind okay he says, hey, I've been listening to your podcast for a long time. Um, I was reading a Cycle World road test a year ago of new high-end sport bikes when I had an aha moment that I'd like to share. I already knew that modern bikes are way faster and corner better than my 1973 Norton Commando. You paying attention, Emma? Yes. But um, but then, holy crap, I realized that my Commando actually could stop quicker from at least from sixty miles per hour in the dry than these modern bikes could. I started a post on Reddit about, you know, the stopping distances. It appears that brakes may have improved a lot on bikes, but stopping distances have not. This is fifty years we're talking, which is why that list I gave you doesn't matter it's, it's, we're talking 50 years. Um, the stopping distance from 60 miles per hour for cars have dropped a lot in the last 50 years but for motorcycles they're actually slightly worse except oddly for cruisers. I think there are a lot of people with new bikes who have a false sense of confidence they can outbreak new cars and they really can't at least from 60 miles per hour and below. All right, I'm going to start explaining things. Emma, just so you can follow along, you'll see a column. I think it's yeah, no, from the I've right for it. zero to 60, stopping distance. What Emma has there is a list of every manufacturer and every bike from 2014, 2015, and their stopping distances. So here's, I started reading this whole thread on Reddit, so it's fascinating. So follow along. You would think that with modern bikes, with Jim, name some upgrades to braking since the seventies,
1: like dual calipers, dual calipers, more pistons,
0: more pistons. I would imagine
1: better material on the pads,
0: ABS, floating rotors. I guess that's how about rubber on the tires, tire mm -hmm. compounds, all these things, right?
1: Suspension.
0: So why hasn't braking improved?
3: I have
5: an idea, but I'll wait.
0: All right. Well, I have an idea, idea. And this also. is. Oh, wait. Well, let's hear your ideas. Why, why hasn't it improved? What do you think, Scotty?
3: Oh, I think it's it's got something to do with that motorcycles are susceptible to falling over <laughs> their faces if you stop too fast. Like the, the nose wheelie, right? Yep. And the nose wheelie ability hasn't changed.
0: So you are right. So here's the thing if you look at modern sport bikes, Um, your adventure bikes, dirt bikes, right? The XR Mm -hmm. you're sitting pretty high and the wheelbases are pretty short. So there's a geometry. If you make a triangle from the, the center of gravity of the rider to each of the axles, create this triangle, right? What you have is the amount of stopping power gets to a point where it will get too much traction and just flip the bike forward. Right. The same thing applies for acceleration. You get to an acceleration point and it'll just wheelie mm-hmm. go up, right? So the 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 physics hasn't changed on how much stopping power you can create before the bike will. Before you flip. tip
3: tip
5: over the triangle.
0: What is different mm-hmm. from bikes of the seventies? I think what they
5: well, did what they've done is mm-hmm. they've deliberately made a different trade off to shift the weight forward to reduce the tendency to wheelie.
0: Right. You're seated a bit yep. forward on older bikes. Sure, they're heavier. They have drum brakes, but drum brakes can still mm-hmm. stop a bike, right? Um, but it, they're lower, so actually, cruisers right. may have a Squattier better stopping ratio than mm-hmm. your Gixxer, Jim. Mm-hmm. And the what his point is that people on modern bikes may have the false impression that they can stop faster. Now, Emma and do the figures any of these would certainly
2: bear it out. And so when we, yeah. I mean. I'm I'm generalizing these mm-hmm. figures um but they all fall into I don't think there's a single bike on this list that can do um 60 to 0 in less than 100 feet.
0: Uh, yeah, I think not about a single 115 one. is and everything
2: is averaging out at about 115 120 some bikes with very very poor brakes or extremely heavy bikes are above that. However, The cruisers make for interesting reading. The cruisers have the lowest numbers, so it's a geometry thing. And the cruisers, it's very, very interesting. When you consider a cruiser, it has the geometry of an older bike. It tends to carry its weight lower. It tends to be a little bit heavier. It tends to have a slightly more raked-out front end. If you see a vintage Triumph or a vintage Norton Mm -hmm. Commando, and you actually look at them; they 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 really have quite a raked-out front end. My trident, mm-hmm. in particular, it's the rake on the front is almost like a chopper. It's really bizarre-looking once you realise it. Um, and of course, I put 17 inch wheels on it, so it makes it
1: even more pronounced. So, when you say geometry, is it wheels and rider, or is it mm. the weight of the. A engine? little
0: bit of everything. The center, of gravity, and the
2: center of, of gravity of the rider. Yeah, yeah, Rake and okay, yeah. trail comes into the it, length the of swing arm.
0: The further forward the, the rider is, is yeah. and all these modern sport bikes, your jicks are included, you know, have yeah. short little bars, you're riding up over. As he said, more power to the wheel, you need to keep the front wheel down. Yeah. But you lose so braking. So you likely to wheel, but... You gain in acceleration, you lose in braking. But you also
4: gain in handling as well. You gain yeah. in
0: handling with mm-hmm. a shorter wheelbase.
3: I, I think I just came up with the top braking upgrade. Is if you could be top rack glue and just ride on the front wheel through every corner, the
2: top upgrade. So... Yeah. Meanwhile, in the real world, um, <laughs> <laughs> 60 to zero doesn't actually represent that much of a real world situation. Do you want to
0: pass that list around? To anyone yeah, list yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It? Anybody it's can crazy. Look,
2: it's an incredible list. But if you think about it and the world that we all live in, you do some incredibly hard breaking from, say, 60 to 40 for a corner. And then mm-hmm. you go through and accelerate out of it. Now, um, when we do the Dolomites trip, and we we try and educate people on how to get these big bikes, big powerful bikes, round hairpins on the Dolomites, um, it's all about trail braking. It's all about using the back brake as well as the front brake. You've got to imagine, you've got to stretch that bike out, and we'll get people who come on the trips who just use the front brake. Mm Mm-hmm. And when I say use the back brake, you've got to use the back brake as well. You've got to use the back brake. They get (laughs) considerably faster. Mm. And you'll see they struggle with it for a day. And then the light bulb goes, bing! And they're like, oh my God. And they're like 10, 15 miles an hour quicker Mm. through the corners. Because you're using you just imagine just stretching the bike out mm-hmm. but my point with that is it is rare the occasion you go from 60 to zero mm-hmm. and what you will find with these sport bikes is you can break what i'd be more interested in and in comparing it let's go back to the norton commando as opposed to say gixa 750 both popular bikes in the day
7: mm-hmm.
2: We've already realised that the 60 to 0 on the commando is shorter. So let's extrapolate that further and go 60 to 40... And then forty to zero, break it mm. down like that, mm. and I think in that case the Jigsaw on the sixty mm. to forty sure. would be miles faster, mm. just miles faster.
0: Well, and the other thing that's interesting is, do ABS brakes stop you
1: faster? No, no, mm-hmm. they slow yeah, you down. That was because why, yeah. Well, it, it, well it, they
0: stop you faster than if you lock the front wheel and are sliding. I was going to see so nuanced <laughs> right?
1: because so I got into a situation the other day going to work. It was you know dark and misty and couldn't see. Great. And it was a downhill right-hander, and as I'm coming around, I'm trying to wipe my face shield a little bit, and I'm looking at the turn, I'm like, are those brake lights? And as I come around the turn, I'm like, fuck, it's just nothing but brake lights, and it was pretty much stopped traffic, so I had to emergency brake, and I don't think the ABS kicked in, but that's where I'm like, oh, ABS, 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 because I'm braking really hard, and what I was wondering is, like, if I was on a, a bike without ABS, I would have it's either you stop faster or you more than likely i think i would i would have snatched the front brake a little too hard locked up and been skidding 40 miles an hour and uh, so it's like it's nuanced in the sense that abs may take you a little longer to stop but you're not going to lock up the front wheel right
0: but what i find interesting about this is perception and i will agree i was under the impression that a modern bike with more calipers double pis- you know double disc better rubber that I have yeah, I would, yeah. better control over stopping and I used to say like oh rather than my old CB750 with it 1970s technology
1: but it's mind blowing I think, I to think me. you'd say even without the ABS I'm just guessing but I would imagine the stopping is at least smoother like smoother stopping like maybe yeah. at the end of the day a normal commando is going to stop Well having better having, control having ridden having ridden both
2: mm-hmm. and consistently ride both right it, now I because think
0: safer is the word
2: I I I will stand by modern bikes are far safer to operate than vintage yeah. bikes, far safer to operate. It's
0: safer, but there is a price we've paid. And that, what that right. price is, all of that technology has n- not reduced the stopping distance. Mm-hmm. It's only reduced the chance of, of casualty, of, of accident. Well, it
1: may have, may have changed the, improved the efficacy but we'll yet say, of stopping. But
0: cars... Because of all the technology and because they don't have the geometry and can't endo, they have improved. So, in fact, whereas I always feel like I can outmaneuver a car in any situation, that's not true. Right, but it's... Right, they but it's not a
6: question of, of whether the brake technology isn't there on motorcycles. It's it's because the design has changed, right?
0: Well, it's it's the geometry. The geometry well, right. hasn't changed. And That's
1: what, it. And what I'll say, we're braking, I think since right. we're talking about it, comes into play is when you're on the track, right? And you're demon late on the brakes coming into turn four, or whatever, and you know, and you're you really need that powerful braking and stuff on the street. You know, a lot of times I think most is not a great option you you reach for. You so know, when you need to, you he's, brake you know, yeah. controlled, but when shit goes sideways, usually you're on the gas. Here's some interesting reading for you.
0: So, Do you want to uh, give a, yeah, any stats?
2: Yeah, I'm going to give you the stat that I find <clears throat> the most telling, just because I know the bike. Um, one of the lowest stopping distances on this for a larger bike um, comes out as 109 feet, which is actually no mean feet yeah. for a giant bike. Yeah. The bike is a Kawasaki Vulcan Mean Streak. (laughs) Now, the reason... (laughs) Best name ever. Well, the reason why I picked the Mean Streak, it makes for a very, very interesting read, because the Mean Streak is a cruiser. It's a Vulcan. So it has cruiser geometry. However, it's got giant 330 mil discs on the front with triple-piston calipers. It's got, well, actually, the six-piston Tokiko's so it's got all the braking technology, it's got little sport bike size wheels, but it's got cruiser geometry. That's what a mean streak is. And that's why...
0: Look up, like, um, was it a Honda CBR300?
2: Okay, so... So if,
0: if the mean streak is at, what, 109, was oh, yeah. it the... I think it was a CBR300, yeah. something like that, that was a, a small, lightweight
2: bike, you'd think. Right, let's have a look here. Let's have a look how. So, CBR.
0: Should be up at the top, I
2: think. Yeah. Uh, no, CBR 300. Well, it won't because it's too old. Okay, so, well. let's have a look. The uh, Rebel 250 mm-hmm. comes in at 115, which I'd, ex- which I'd kind of so expect because yeah, it's the fact got that,
0: But the lightweight yeah. Rebel 250 cannot stop as fast as a big muscle cruiser. It's, it's fascinating.
2: Here's an interesting one which kind of defies everything vfr 800 interceptor yeah Mm -hmm. 107 feet that's a non-abs bike
0: ah right but interesting
2: it's a sports aura wonder what rufus is hang
4: on let's have a look (laughs) is that that's the one the link oh yeah because they have linked brakes on the vifers
2: Yes, linked brakes. Which basic? Hmm. Hang on. Which basically means that the Hurricane Thousand with the linked brakes should be. Hang on, I've got to put my. I'm glad I've got new glasses because I can actually read this now. <laughs> so, CB... where are we? CBR trying to find this is riveting riveting it you? is riveting <laughs> reading okay cbr 1100 xx which has got linked brakes 97 112
0: just curious, so it's is, the linked brakes is, are vespas hmm. on that list yep um
2: which, and which you know Vespa what one anything? of
0: the bikes that's really horrible was oil enfield well i think that's
6: just poor braking
0: technology <laughs> yeah Remember, you exactly. have
6: to
2: replace the brake fluid every when, thousand miles uh, so, anyway. What, what it show for,
6: for the Vespa GTS 300?
2: No, no Vespas on there. No, sorry. No? I didn't
0: include no, the Vespa. Now,
2: Rufus comes in Ooh. at...
0: Is the Nikon on there?
2: No, it's too, uh, <laughs> it's too early for a Nikon. Okay. Um, bu, that would
0: be curious to know. <clears throat>
2: No, Rufus isn't on here. Yeah. Um, Bandit twelve hundred. That's yeah. The bandits come in at one hundred and twelve.
0: So yeah, yeah. bandits
2: kind of more upright technology. So
0: yeah. So wow. anyway, it's a yeah. fascinating uh, conversation on Reddit that I wanted to share, and it kind of blew my perception. Um, Neil, you have an email there. I wanted you to read. Sure. Who's it from? It is from yours truly. This is from Neil. Yeah, get up close. Okay. There you go, like that.
5: All right. Hi, Liza. I was listening. Hi, Neil. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Hello. Um, I was listening to the podcast, as one does. First thing, regrettable bikes. I've enjoyed all the motorcycles I've owned over the years, but if there's one bike I'd like to say that I regretted owning, I would have to say it was my Husky 87 Husky 250 CR. <laughs> So those that you don't know uh, anyway I'll get into that in the email. Yeah. I bought it as the last of the true Swedish Husqvarna's <laughs> before they were absorbed into Kajiva. You might you could say this would be my one and only foray into my identity as a Euro dirt bike guy.
0: That is an identity, isn't it? Yeah. Is that
1: like Euro trash or no different? Am I a Euro kind of
0: dirt bike guy?
5: <gasps> you write I a tune. I guess you yeah, are. Yeah. Well, We'll get into that later in, in the email. I, I, that was a, a flirtation. <laughs> on the face of it, the Husky had a lot going for it. Very stable at speed, lots of power, and top-of-the-line suspension components. I upgraded the pipe on it to an Uptight, which Im- improved the power even more. So Uptight was a motorcycle shop down in Southern California that specialized in Huskies. So they, so they had one that helped the mid-range on the bike. What made me regret it? Coming off a KDX-200, it felt like riding a filing cabinet.
0: A <laughs> <laughs> love <that> description.
5: <laughs> Which uh, took, some t- took some getting used to. And its electric control power valve made the power come on suddenly, making it hard to manage. The electrics would prove to be an issue <laughs> later. The end of my like for it came to a sudden end when I was goofing around at Carnegie's motorcycle pra- or MX practice track. On one lap, I felt braved and brave and launched it off a lipped jump, but failed to blip the throttle at the r- right time, resulting in a massive endo. The husky landed on my ankle, drilling it into the hard pack and snapping my tibia and fibula like twigs.
0: <clears throat> <clears throat> Motorcycles are fun. <laughs> <laughs>
1: at yeah. least it's decisive yeah. Well, yeah you know there was done. no
5: mistake you know my, my, yeah, my,
1: yeah.
0: How, how was that geometry oh, well, <laughs>
5: well, angular you see that
0: was pretty much it right yeah we didn't even talk about yeah, yeah. that kind of uh, yeah
5: <laughs> while i was recovering i sold that bike to family friends who used it on their walnut farm down in atwater and they found out something interesting the kill switch wire had been rubbing on the steering head, intermittently shorting out and mm. making the engine miss. Oh. Would fixing this have prevented my endo? Maybe. Mm. My next dirt bike was a 90s Honda CR250. It was everything the Husky was not. Agile. Championship
1: winner, huh? Yeah. yeah.
5: <laughs> it was ring, ding, 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 ding. ding, ding. ding, ding. Agile, narrow, and with a broad, easy-to-use, yet generous 50-horsepower-ish band, I'd say the CR and my CBR900RR that I got a couple of years later would be what probably rank as my two favorite motorcycles of all time. Well, that and the Commando that I had long ago. I sold the CR to my nephew, the CR250, not the Husky. I believe he still has it. So that, that is... Shall I get into the other part or skip that? Yeah, part? no, keep going, keep okay. going. And now, so, so the title of my email was Regretto Moto and mm-hmm. TED Talk. Yeah. And now for the TED part. Last week I had a long conversation with the multi strata guy who, had, who I had heard at the time was named Tad, and <clears throat> that turns out to be his correct name. Yeah. My hearing is shite. I'm, I'm guessing it's Ted. Anyway, on the podcast, you mentioned a Ted Weston. That's also not his name, <laughs> but as it turns out. Funny thing, I'm pretty sure he's the Ted Weston that I knew from about 40 years ago. And he may remember me as well. This is actually not at all true, but this is me going off on, the, on a tangent. <clears throat> anyway, uh, we always liked each other, and we especially like to talk motorcycles. Yet another thing I love about Santa Cruz, I'm always running into people that I've had connections with. And anyway, I'll see you all tomorrow. So I, here I am.
0: Yeah. So shout out to Ted Weston and Tad Wesson. <laughs>
5: <laughs> it does get confusing. It right. does get confusing. So, so my, <clears throat> my hearing is garbage. Cool, and just saying you
0: know, here's what we do. After you read an email, you fold it up and throw it on the ground.
5: Yeah, all right.
0: Oh, geez. All right, oh, Jim, okay. Jim. Getting
5: yes. Aggro on yeah.
0: it. So we're going to read some emails, and then we're going to do a game, and then read some emails and do a game. I got
1: it. All right, cool. Yeah. Uh Bear with me. So I'm going to read, uh, I'm going to usurp this email from yeah. David Silvieri. We're getting there. But this is from Mark Duncan. And Mark and I have been texting a little bit about uh, going down to the desert camping, and he's mm-hmm. doing some racing. He was the guy who's trying to encourage me into some of the racing down there so right hey jim uh hope you had a good holidays first race of the season so this was a hare and the hound
0: oh and give a, a shout out to cody webb
1: uh yeah before we forget well yeah. I'll, okay i'll get remind me if i forget yeah. so anyway um yeah he went to a race and i think it was a like a hare and hound out in the desert where we were at scott remember that yeah like, same that place such right a good time yeah and um Let's see. He got third in the over 50 novice class. Nice. Done, yeah. So that's awesome. cool. Had a ton of fun. Looking forward to the Misfits camp out. Right on. Glad you're going to make it. Just a heads up, the Built Well 100 registration opened today. Great first race for you. Fun weekend. Nothing crazy hard. Just good times in the desert. Sells so like quick. Jump in there and come join us. So, hey, thanks, Mark, for the note. Congratulations on your uh, podium, your podium at the uh, over 50 novice. I'm very impressed. And thanks for the encouragement. So cheers and hope to see you there. Um, and oh, so real quickly, I will mention we got the Desert Hair gathering coming up mm-hmm. uh, January 30th to February 5th down at Johnson Valley OHV in Southern California, south of Barstow. This is also where they just finished having the king of the motos. And shout out to Cody Webb. He was, he was leading at the end of the day Saturday. Mm. I haven't been able to get the results from today. Ooh. But they had rain and shit down there, so it could be just crazy. I have no idea. But they did have some rain. So, but for the, hair, uh, the, the desert hair gathering, the weather looks stellar. They're going to get some rain middle of next week, which will pack everything down. Um, and then it's supposed to be, I think, low in the 40s and then high near seventy. Uh, starting next week so it's gonna very be awesome. nice too. and it will also be don't forget the last week of the king of the hammers event so they had the motos just now and they and they race for like all month it seems <clears throat> like but the final weekend of the king of the hammers is that weekend and, will, and we'll be on the edge of the race course
3: and it is yeah. such a rad
1: place to
3: ride around if you've never been out to that kind of terrain it's a little hard to explain how um, ungoverned it is Uncovered Un- is a good yeah. word in yeah. every yeah. sense. It's, it's a total free-for-all. You can just, I want to go over there, and there's just no road or trail well, going you know, there. You just go.
2: <laughs> we, um, I remember when we were going over to Vegas later, we flew over the Johnson yeah, Valley, yeah. and you mm. look down, and we're like, oh, Jim's down there. Uh, <laughs> and there's just nowhere around it.
1: It's out there, yeah. H- well, you got twenty nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you got unexploded ordnance and high energy weapons. That's yeah, no, the,
3: the closest town is like eight people, and it's twenty miles away.
1: Yeah, yeah. and it's pretty convenient though. So, anyway, hopefully uh, people can join us down there. I did get my um, uh, Hunter S. Thompson flag. So you know those dudes with <laughs> the desert all have their nice. fucking flags. I will. I will refrain from my political commentary here, but I was going to get the Pride <laughs> flag. I might still fly it alongside, but I did get the Hunter S. Thompson. <laughs> Fist holding the peyote in in purple. <laughs> so just look for that. Right on brand. Her. Yeah. Her. Her. Two thumbs. Yeah, exactly. Two thumbs. You know it. Right on. Okay. So uh, back to the emails. So we ready. This is from David Silveira. Hey, misfits. I'm ready for the desert trip. Right on. David Stoke, you can make it. Uh, it's been difficult to keep my DR650 running. You may remember my son, Joseph, who is in the misfits picking up free gear. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I remember a couple weeks ago. Thank you, Liza. Uh, He put the gear to good use and the bike's armor to the test. Uh, I had to repair the bike a few times due to some (laughs) get-offs. His latest whiskey throttle event almost cost me the clutch (laughs) case. Okay. Oh, my
0: gosh. I was going to be like
1: lever, but clutch case. Okay. I used a helicoil and JB weld while to patch it. Uh, Well done. To think that the warp nine case covers caused the problem. Huh. Okay. Uh, Without Hmm. it... Uh, I probably would have had to replace the filter cover, uh, but the case would have not been harmed. Okay, uh, what has been your experience with drop protection? I read somewhere that front crash bars can damage frames. It's easy to replace a crashed case, but bent frame can total the bike. What about gear? Can uh, aramid fiber really protect your backside and knees from road rash? Hope to see you soon. Thanks, David. Right on. Right,
2: thanks. It's a, it's a very interesting question. Um, and there's no real concise answer because well, I've seen everything.
0: I think there is a concise answer. I think the answer is that the protection on the bike is to get you back, back home. Right. And, and that's, that's, the, that's the thing. It may do damage right. to the bike. Well, I. But it'll make make it still rideable. It's if you, not, I mean.
1: Yeah, but Scotty, how many times do you drop your bike in the desert? Last time there, how many well, times did I, I drop I, my bike? I think well, that's right. a different thing when we're talking yeah. about dirt bikes because there's no plastic. All right, or hold on. Like that is, is it
0: cheaper to replace a lever or handlebars?
1: Yeah, lever, of course. Yeah.
0: It's cheaper, but yeah. if you break a lever out in the you know riding, can you get yourself back to camp? Can you, Maybe. if you bend a bar, can you get yourself back right. to
6: camp? If, if well, you you have tools yes. are spare lever.
0: <laughs>
1: it's just which
2: challenge, <laughs> right, you I mean, want. No, but
0: that's why they're meant yeah. to get you back. Yeah. In mm. in terms
2: of general protection, I think if you use a high quality frame protector that's that's carefully designed, it's really going to help you. Um, bend frames happen because poorly designed, and I mean. You know, at the end of the day, it's, there's a lot of luck in it. I yes. mean, there's a chain of circumstances that you drop it just in a certain way or you hit a certain rock and then you're, you're done. But I agree that, you know, if, if you regard protection as a means to get you home and a means mm-hmm. to get you safe, um, I think it's definitely worthwhile.
1: But don't yeah. skimp on well, the quality. And and it, it depends on the bike, too.
0: What's worse, bent frame or hole in the case? It well, depends. the hole in it, you know,
1: Do you have JB Weldon oil, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, beer, yeah,
0: but I think that's the whole point yeah. of the protection,
1: but I, I think t- so he's, he, it's a DR 650. So I would say it's a little more dirt bikey than adventure bike. Like my uh-huh, Africa uh-huh. twin, I have big engine guards and some stuff that protects the plastics a little bit and I drop it regularly, you know, and it holds up, doesn't bend, doesn't fuck up anything, but they're high quality, you know, it's quality stuff. Um, but on my 450 dirt bike, all I really run is a decent bash plate, you know, that covers kind of the bits mm-hmm. um, and then really just like, you know, bark buster hand guards. Yeah, but yeah, with that said, you know, I, I carry steel stick all the time. The number of cracked engine cases I've seen just because you fall over on a rock and it doesn't take yeah. much.
3: Well, I, mean,
1: so, I mean, I think
3: I think it's a it's a choice, right? Yeah. We're not going to prevent all potential damage. We can choose what we want to damage the least. And that's really what we're doing is when we're when we're putting guards over one thing, we're saying, OK, this piece is really important. Yeah. And this other mm. thing that's going to take the brunt of it, even when this protector gets gets smushed, is I, I value it less. Well, and it's less important to me.
0: Let's look at Neil's uh, uh, V-Strom that's out there. Oh, my God. You have exposed bits and pieces on that. Uh, wh- I mean, what's the first thing you see on, on the bottom of the bike, Emma, on a V-Strom?
2: Oh, God, the oil filter. (laughs) The filter and the... Right there exposed.
0: And I believe on the V-Strom also, on the right side, don't you have the uh, water coolant pipe that can get clipped easily? Certainly on the 650. Like things that will disable the the bike that are just exposed. But that's
2: that's the legacy of... One of of the greatest ironies of the V-Strom, both the 650 and the 1000, is... They're very, very loved as adventure bikes, but they were never meant to be adventure bikes. <laughs> yeah, and the engine—the engine is a middleweight sport bike uh-huh. engine, both developed for the SVs. And then you know the the origins of the SV thousand engine can go back even further than that the to the TR TL- t- to the tillers of yeah. the late nineties. But it's a, it's it's basically it's a sport bike engine that they're like oh this produces lots of torque. It might be fun to put it in an adventure bike, and that's okay. But the problem is when you put a sport bike engine in an adventure bike frame, things stick out where they shouldn't, as you can see. Well, mm.
0: just when I look and at it's it, vulnerable. Uh, 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 yeah, a bike like that, uh, like the V Strom with the the oil, you know, hanging out there, it's as sensical as external genitalia.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. makes no yeah. sense to no, me. No, it's like riding around well, with your drunk, and, and a lot of times, I mean, that part of the, the bottom of the bike, like where you're typically your bash plate is, you, you use that as a tool. You know, you're like, I am going to bash plate you, you into that. Yeah. 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 So yeah. to answer yeah. this
0: question, on the um, the, the six, 650, the Suzuki, right?
3: This DR. Yeah, the DR. The DR. So, yeah. I mean,
0: what, what do you have on your XR 650? Bash plate. Bash plate engine uh, handguards? Uh yeah, hand park guards. buster is how things. Those go. are the two That's like
1: it. and and some steel stick. If you want yeah. to add <laughs> Yeah. If which you want is to good. add
0: more like on my um CRF and my KLR I had the the side um uh, you know guards that mm-hmm. went up alongside, like the pipe and stuff.
5: Well, also, which helped in
0: that... the bike's Dropped falling over yeah. in parking lots, and I didn't care because well, nothing got damaged. Yeah,
5: and I mean, well, well water cooled bikes you have an additional issue with the radiators, right?
1: You yeah, want protect, but of course, so I do, have st- I do have steel radiator guards, right? Yeah, yeah. but, but that little fucking d- water pump sticks the, out. I'm uh, telling you, that's yeah. like the Achilles heel. Right. I see it, but of course, the DR
2: is air cooled. The only thing I can think yeah. of really oh, yeah. that you might want to protect on the DR um, is the exhaust pipe because if it gets crushed. You'd, you'd have to pull the exhaust pipe to get yourself home. Mm. Um, because, Which, you know, where it makes that sweep around the engine, if you hit a rock just right, you could crush it. Um, but that's about it, really. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're, the difference between, say, a DL650 and, an, and a DR650 is the DR was a dirt bike
1: from day one. Yeah, built as a
2: and built as. So the you know, it's just it's a lot more compact and and kinda durable.
1: The one thing I will say though about if you're taking a bike on this trip or any trip for the desert and Scotty can attest, right, is Mm -hmm. make sure your bike's running well. Right, yeah, John, it's going to make everything John, a lot more fun. If, if your bike's <laughs> not running, you don't want to be sorting it out out there. It, you'll it will take the fun right out of it.
0: Speaking of uh, not running well, I just wanted to give a shout out to Maxim, yeah. who came to <laughs> our garage yeah. today. <laughs> <He came. laughs> okay, hold on,
1: dude! I loved his description of yeah, how he yeah, found the place. Yeah,
0: so this young man uh, showed up. He had called last night to see what time we opened and he on a broke ass GS 750 scrambler. <laughs> Yes. It's <laughs> the best way. Scrambler tracker is the best way to describe it. It's
3: just missing a lot with of pieces. With flames
0: <laughs> shooting out the back and By a design. wonky headlight and just, mm-hmm. yeah, things. Um, and the charging system wasn't working. Sweet guy, but we helped him all day. He got his bike running well. It's running through all four cylinders. Yeah, Emma's, Emma's help. And he got all sorts of loaded up with gear. Oh, nice. But I had asked him, how'd you find out about us? and he said Z traveler he met Z in wow. Alaska oh,
7: wow. when wow. he was touring
0: <laughs> on a DS no, D- DR 200 DR200
2: okay in oh. Alaska
0: and and, they, and he said that <laughs> Z gave a description and Emma what was that description
2: That the recycle garage is a mag- magical place where you go with a broken bike and you leave with a fixed one. <laughs>
1: I love it. Yeah. <laughs> it is magical. That's
0: all he knew. Yeah. Go to this place.
1: Go to this place. It's magical. It's magical. And so and it's, it's behind a, a taqueria. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: The and I said to him backwards. when he's when back, I said, was it everything you hoped it would be? And he's like, oh, yeah, and more. <laughs> it's a very magical place. You oh, well,
1: just, he, he just saved him $170 an hour, so. Yeah, and that bike. <laughs> and no one would gosh. even look at that, I'm sure. I mean, who the no. fuck are you going to take that to? No, yeah. exactly. But um <laughs> we'll, we'll it here. So yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, but we got him down the road, and I mean, yeah, that's what he, it's about. Yeah, he was you, having a good time. You you push him in and you and ride, ride him out.
1: out. Yeah. Uh, hey, yeah. I got it. I got an AM though. All right. Sorry to cut it short again, but I'll talk to you thanks later. Thanks, fun. All right, peace, love, and soul. Uh,
2: Jim, smell you later. Hi, Jim. Smell you later. Thanks for oh, help painting the engine. Today. Oh yes, I you should mention that. Solar how solar nice volume. it came out. Yeah, it did come out. Really oh,
6: nice, was it? What, what? How was it painted? Yes, it's now Ratt-
2: painted. Rattle can. Oh, rattle can. Oh, brilliant. Why? Well, I learned a lot R- of black, black, nice not just tricks. satin. Shit, that's Batin been black. satin. All right. <laughs>
7: <laughs> oh, my no, God. it's well, yeah.
2: satin black. It looks absolutely splendid. And we're doing mm. full stainless steel fasteners, aren't we, Jim? Are and the, uh, the,
1: the Taiwanese. Taiwan. All right, get out of yeah. here. Yeah,
2: Thanks, Jim. Bye. Bye. Well,
0: Jim's escaping just in time before the the embarrassing game we have. Oh,
2: God. So Uh-oh. you
0: remember two weeks ago, I had a little game where you had to name models of motorcycles, brands. Well, the the, the motorcycles, I, I brought it back. Yes, we're going to do it again. Do
3: you, is this because you like playing the game or you hate us?
0: Uh, it's equal parts. <laughs> a little bit of A, a little bit of B. Okay, so um, we need to make the teams equal. Emma, you get to pick one person to be on your team. Who do you want? Don't forget, you have bagel also. Who <laughs> was of <a> <laughs> no help. Last time, <laughs> no, even though not. I did include all the scooters of those brands. Well, now that I know,
6: right.
2: I've got that at least. <laughs> no, I'll take Bagel. No, I will. I'll take Bagel. Okay.
0: All right, you're taking Bagel.
2: Yeah, and if, if you mess this up, Bagel, I will fight you. Okay. <laughs> She'll that, cut you.
0: That means that Scotty, me. Henry, and Neil are all on the same team. Yee. So same here's team. Right. how it works. I'm going to tell you the brand. And you guys are going to take turns uh, bidding on how many of those models you think you can name.
2: Oh, God, this again.
0: <clears throat> yes, yes, yes. And if you think you can name more models, then you can try and outbid them. And then you have to name that many yes. models. And again, this is current model bikes according to the company's website
3: 2024 model year
0: 2024 but sometimes they had 2023s because those are still in the dealership. so i'm going to tell you the brand and then we'll get to the bidding um scotty do you mind being team captain sure what's the name of your team
3: oh what is the name of our team Mm,
2: Hmm. team silence (laughs) (laughs) The Sound right. of Silence. Silent but death.
0: Sound of Silence. And Emma, what's the name of your team?
2: Fucking Tossers. Okay, Fucking
0: Tossers. <laughs> All right, so this first brand is Indian. Indian. We Scott, you just, made a face. We were just at an Indian I dealership. I know, that's what I was thinking. Like, we were just there sitting on anything? half of the bikes. I learned nothing. 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 <sighs> All right. Mm. Well, then, I'm going to start, and you can look at your teammates for assistance here. How many models of Indians do you think you can name? Start low if you think you can't name any. Three? What's Two? Four? Three? Three? You want to go with th- you, you th- four? F- you feel good about four? four? I think all right, four. So four. Emma and Bagel, can you name more than four Indian models?
2: No, it's all Henry's.
0: Okay. Name those models.
4: There's the okay.
3: Chieftain.
0: Yes, yep. that is one. And there's a
3: Chieftain Roadmaster. Yes.
0: It's the Roadmaster, yes. That's two. the same thing because we also saw Roadmaster. Another... Yeah.
4: Okay. There's the Scout.
0: There is a Scout, correct.
4: Actually, there's a couple of Scouts. There's like the Bobber. There's there like is
0: the bobber. a Scout Bobber. So you Scout full. There's four. Oh, I didn't yeah. even need to say like <clears throat> FTR
4: or anything like that.
0: There, you could have done fine. Yeah, I was going for the FTR, the Scout, that. Rogue, the Chief, mm-hmm. the Super Chief, the Springfield, the Challenger, and the Pursuit. The Pursuit. pursuit. The Pursuit. pursuit. Well huh. done. All right. All right. So point to Team Silence. Alright, so now <laughs> <clears throat> Kawasaki. Now there are forty five models Good Lord listed. Christ. Yes. Forty five models. So let's start with you, Scotty. How many oh current models of Kawasaki can you name?
4: I'm not feeling bullish on this one. <clears throat> I'm going to say maybe, like, 13.
3: Whoa.
0: <clears throat> Neil, yeah. do you think you can help with that? I mean, the, you guys work as a team. Yeah, like, I, 13?
2: Kind of, kind of in that range, right.
0: Emma yeah. Bagel, can you name more?
2: No, absolutely not. 13's a lot. Nope.
0: <clears throat> Out of 45?
2: You'd be surprised. All right. It's going
0: to be hard naming them off, but have
2: a go. I would love you to be able to do this.
0: All right, and here's the other rule I didn't tell you. Mm. three strikes and you're out Mm -hmm. oh yeah so you can make guesses but if it's a model that is not listed that is a strike all right you guys want to start listing off
3: klr 650 abs
0: okay so um it is i just called it the klr 650 but yes
3: is there not one without abs
0: it's no well it's just i called it the klr 650 that, t- to me, ABS was an option.
3: <laughs> Fair enough.
0: Uh, so, yeah, KLR650, right. done.
5: KLR300. <laughs> KLR300 300.
0: KLR 300 is not a bike. Oh.
3: oh, it's a the KLX. There, there's a bunch oh. of KLXs, though. It's I need a full
0: name. KLX300. Correct. KLX300 is on there. That's two and uh, one strike.
4: Ninja400s. There's the Ninja 400 double R, which is their four-cylinder. Ninja
0: 400, right?
4: Uh, ZX6.
0: Wait, did you
3: get your, your 400RR thing?
0: Yeah. Uh, the, I just counted the Ninja 400. Uh, there is not a Ninja 400RR. It's just listed as a Ninja 400. So, so Roland, we're that, all going to uh, give him a strike. Right, but okay, but you it. said, yeah. after that, you said? ZX6. Okay, that's number four. five. zx ZX5. Okay, and technically it's a 10R and a 6R, but the ZX10, yes, I'll give you that. That's five.
5: H2. Neil, jump
0: in any time. H2. Ooh, the H2. That is on there, yes. And there's an H2R. That is, yes, number seven. Great.
4: H2SX.
0: No, there is not an H2XX. That's two strikes.
3: Don't fuck it up, kids. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so KX80, uh,
0: there KX125. Hold on, hold on. KX80 is strike three. That is not a current Ooh. model bike. Ooh. So now it goes to Emma and Bagel. Can mm-hmm. you name one and steal the point?
2: Let's have a think. There are so many that we can... Mm. Um, how about the Z900 RS?
0: That is on there. That is it. Oh, oh, point. All right. To the team.
2: One, two. Yeah, so What's the, the name of the team later?
0: <clears throat> the fucking wankers. No, the tossers. tossers.
1: tossers.
0: <laughs> it, the current model. is even, even Steven. Tosser. Just so you know, the KX current models, Neil, are the 65, the 85 Oh. 112, 250, 250 X are 450, 450 SR and
2: the 450X. And this is what caught me out with the last time with the game mm-hmm. because they keep changing capacities of these things. And Bagel and not Bagel. telling us.
0: You could have jumped in with the Ninja E1 electric.
2: Oh, oh shit. Yeah.
0: There's a lot of bikes. You guys didn't even mention the Versus.
2: Versus Versus has still been made. Yeah, yes.
0: or the Vulcan so. that we mentioned earlier. Oh yeah. You didn't get into any that. of those? My brother-in-law hasn't. Yeah, it okay, good. so well, I, we
6: got tie-1. I would have mentioned the H2 and the H2R, <sighs> but those are already taken.
0: That was tie-1-1. One one. All right, so I'm surprised the eight, Emma, the eight. back to your team. Yes. There are currently 38 different models of Yamaha. How many can you name?
2: Gosh. Let me think. I'm terrible with the <laughs> Five That's uh, it Okay
0: that's your bid Because you can You'll get a chance To outbid I, I, I,
6: could, I could name one
0: <laughs> Alright hold on uh, Scotty How about your team Do you think team you can Settlers? do More than five?
3: Six. At least six there you Six go. You're going with Will six okay, okay six How about it
0: Really You're not going to try And challenge
2: No I mean you know Because it's, it's It's modern bikes I mean good lord <laughs>
0: Okay. All right. Team Silence, can you start naming bikes?
4: And <clears> there's <throat> the Tracer.
0: Hold on. I need the full name, please.
4: Yamaha Tracer 900.
0: I need the full name, please.
3: Just add an R. 900 R?
0: Nope. That is Bow. not correct. That is strike, strike one.
4: one. Well, there's the... Wait. There's,
0: oh, YZF 250. YZF Hold on, hold on, hold on. I need the full name, please.
5: YZF250R.
0: <laughs> that is strike two. That is incorrect. <clears throat> Go with the simple ones that you Yamaha know. Yamaha R7?
4: There's an
0: R- yeah, I will accept R7. It is technically the YZF R7, but oh I will accept God. the R7. So that is one.
3: Is there... A-
4: YZF 1000R Char- that's this the R1
0: I will accept the R1 yes okay two
4: what about uh is Charlie's bike still made oh yeah the Super Tenere mm-hmm. the I will accept that
0: it's, it's Super much Tenere ES but I will accept that okay is so. this
3: smaller one also still made What's it called? Oh, go the T7 T7 mhm full name Tenere 700
0: correct
2: um, henry let the cat in
0: <clears throat> all right hmm. well, that's four you said that you would do six. six. We said we do four. No, um,
2: <laughs> six.
3: Um, what about the? Uh, oh, is the R three. The, the R three, and then
4: there's the, the MTO three.
0: Okay, so that is oh, and the MTO five seven. and MTO three is six. That's six. M- That's they, the they got six. That's with it. Two strikes. Bagel. All what right. scooters did they miss?
6: Uh, the Yamaha Zuma, and uh, Ariva, Vino,
0: and. The Reno? X-Max.
3: Oh. So right,
7: the point, right, right. sound
0: of silence. So you it was the Tracer nine G T and oh, the G T is just. in the title. Grande Turismo. Mm. Yes. You guys didn't think of the FJR thirteen hundred, which has been around forever. They're yeah. still
3: making
4: those? <clears throat>
0: yeah, the MT ten, the MTO nine, the MTO seven.
3: We were gonna go up the <clears throat> MTOs. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: The XSRs, you missed those. How about no, the, the XSRs, old T dub two hundred? How many decades has that been oh, around?
2: Oh god. Well, the, it was um do you remember what it used to be called back in the day? Because it wasn't always called the T-Dub. Tractor wheel? T uh, Big wheel? No. <laughs> that was a different thing. <laughs> it was called that. the Trailway. 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 Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, and
0: what you were missing, the YZ, the dirt bikes, YZ250X and the uh, YZ125X. X. They have those on there. All right. Extreme. So that means? Two to one. Two to one. Silence has beaten
3: the wankers.
0: All right. (laughs) And lastly. (laughs) All right. So we've got. All right. Silence. the Fackin' wankers. Tossers. 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 Okay. This last one is Royal Enfield.
4: Jesus Christ.
0: And there Mm. are only eight models. There are eight? Eight. They've been industrious. How many can you name? (laughs) Let's start with you. Sound of Silence. How many models? You can start with a little bit. Two? 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 Okay. Emma, can you do name more than two? Yes, three. Three. Ooh, back to you guys. <laughs> <clears throat> can you do more than three? Or do you want to challenge them to name those bikes?
3: Let's go for four. Do you think uh, we can do four? I,
4: I can I can pull it out of my ass. We can try.
3: Uh, I mean we
4: we can't lose a point. Yeah, fuck it. Let's go four. Okay. So you?
0: Oh, good call. On that one. Okay. <laughs> Let's start hearing. There's only eight models. <clears throat> Let's hear.
4: There's the Himalaya. The, yeah, the Himalaya. Yep.
0: One. The bullet. That is a strike. It is not a current model. Oh.
4: Yeah. Isn't it like the Meteor 350 one? Yeah, and there's a... S-
0: Hold on. That is two. That is correct.
4: Okay. There's I thought that was a strike. Yeah. <laughs> um... There's a bigger Meteor, isn't there? Interceptor 650, their big parallel twin.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Emma, do we want to give it to them? It is listed as the INT 650. Yeah, I'll give it to them. Because okay. you know what? I want, them, I want them to win Interceptor, this. okay, that's three. That means you need one more. Well, I don't know if it's <clears> in their catalog,
3: but they're supporting an event that I'm going to with this bike soon. I don't know if the FT411 is in their sales catalog. Wait, that's the new Himalaya, right? It's the Himalayan flat tracker. Oh. I don't... From the look Mm. Liza's giving me, it's not in the catalog, so we need to move on.
0: I didn't look at you.
3: (laughs) Um, Wait,
4: did we always say the bullet
0: 350?
3: We said it's not a thing. Oh, yeah. They did. No more bullets. What was the... What was the one the, the common tread the CTXP dudes rode up the hill recently? I need a guess. Wait, wasn't that a triumph? Oh yeah, it was.
2: I need a guess. You're running out of time, guys.
3: Ah, uh, so let's toss it. let Let's toss it over. Four. I don't know. Three. Interceptors. Seven fifty.
0: Two. Nope. Oh, that is strike two. You still. I'm figure guess. we can at least get the strikes right. <clears throat> you still get. You have one strike <laughs> left.
4: Meteor 500?
0: That is strike three. All right. Emma, can you name any model that they did not name?
2: Hunter 350. There
0: it is, Hunter 350. (laughs) Yes, because Mike just got that. Yeah, Mike got
2: it. And you know, the funny thing is, um, Mike, um, he had this just gorgeous Meteor 350, just color of sunshine. And it was a lovely bike, but he bought the Hunter, which is, I mean... Very similar engine, very similar chassis with rake and trail difference, different size wheels. And he absolutely loves it. Hmm. Absolutely loves it. And I believe it is the cheapest 350 on sale in America right now.
0: Hmm. So what you missed was the Super Meteor 650. Oh, the Scram Four Eleven. I went and test rode that. Right. The Classic Three Fifty. Yep. And the Continental GT. Oh shit! Oh, big one. I was trying to think of. So well. that makes it a tie score. <clears throat> well, yeah. you know, there you are. Then you see. Well, no, because we're going to come back. I have. We're going to do some more emails and I have another game, which will be the tiebreaker. Oh, think. very good. All right. Okay. All right. <clears throat> so, um, all right. I have an email here. And this one is from David Hard, Hardbarger? Hardbarger.
2: Hardbarger. Hardbarger. Hardbarger.
0: Hardbarger. Hardbarger. We'll Perfect. just go with that. David Asperger. <laughs> and this is in response to, um, I like this email because it's response to what I was talking to last week about how I find myself tensing up. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he says, at 77 years old, I should be an expert on the subject. I sympathize with Liza regarding her recent issues with feeling uncomfortable on the bike at times. I did a cross country trip with my son Miles last spring, riding Highway 50 coast to coast with a detour to South Dakota to see Mount Rushmore. What a ride! I spent trip. the winter preparing the bikes a 2005 and a 2006 650 V Strom there you go, and riding very little. I had expected to finish the bike soon enough to get some riding in before we left, but you know how that goes. We started out okay, and the first couple of days were fine, although tiring, but a few days in, I felt like I had no riding experience instead of the 53 years I do have. Like Liza, I was not comfortable leaning the bike, even in slow traffic in town. The the feeling persisted throughout the trip and made for a challenging ride. The good news is, I am over it now. After returning home, I took myself back to the beginning and worked on the basics, focusing on technique and spent time thinking about what I was actually doing wrong and doing right. It took some work. Regarding advice to aging motorcyclists, I would stress the following. One, ride frequently and focus on your riding skills. Two, practice. Riding skills deteriorate with lack of use. And three, stay physically fit, work on your strength. Love the podcast. Keep up good work and keep writing. Yeah, thanks, David. So yeah, it, we, we <clears throat> talked
5: about the physical strength part
7: of it.
0: Oh yeah, and I'm
5: I, I'm not good. I, I have you know some firsthand experience with it. I've dropped my V-Strom twice in the driveway, mm. and both times I couldn't pick it up. My 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 wife had to help me, and, and <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's. Uh, it was a little bit embarrassing because i've i've had heavy bikes before i had a fj12 that i dropped and i was able to pick it up with no problem but i was only 30 something then so I, I in general you do lose physical strength as you get older and one of my goals this year is to start going to the gym and building some of that strength up with you know and they recommend lots of reps with lighter weights for older people to keep the loss of muscle mass
0: at bay or ask for help. So that's my policy. So I have both. I have no use of my knees, but I have a good back and I don't want to mess that up. So I, even when I've dropped like a KLR in a parking lot, I just sit there and wait (laughs) (laughs) for somebody to come along. Um, And even though I could probably pick it up, why try when I can just ask somebody for help? Uh, You know, it's not like I'm in an emergency situation. So yeah, I just ask for help. But, um, yeah, I thought that that was a, um, a helpful well, well, email. This Actually, is a to thing. That,
5: this is a thing I have mm-hmm. in the back of my mind and thinking about adventure riding or you know what you could get away with without mm-hmm. having a, a suitable bash car to protect a vulnerable oil filter and pipe. And if I drop the bike out in the middle of nowhere. I don't know, I think adrenaline might be enough to get the bike back up if I had no other choice, but I would probably hurt myself in the process. And that's why
0: whenever I would go riding off-road on the Africa Twin, I always made sure there were at least two people riding with me, (laughs) and then I would let them pick it up. (laughs) 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 And that happened multiple times. Yeah,
3: yeah. yeah. It's happened to me a few times out riding by myself with the, the XR650L, all loaded up with with camping gear and stuff, mm-hmm. um, maybe once I can pick it up with adrenaline. But if I do it with adrenaline, then I have the worst um, like mechanics and the worst technique possible, and oh, yeah. it really hurts. And everything gets tweaked. And if I do it a whole bunch of times, then I'm exhausted. And again, I have terrible mechanics, and everything's hard to do. It's yeah, yeah. Having friends fine. around is the great is the solution.
0: There you go. All right, mm-hmm. Henry, you got one there.
4: Yes, I have an email titled, titled "Motorcycles." Hi, misfits. Longtime listener, first time emailer. I have recently received a 1974 Honda MR50 Elsinore, which has, had f- which has had a rough time, and have had a rough time trying to find a carb carburetor <laughs> rebuild kit or even the gaskets. Oh. I work at a Honda dealership and have access to OEM and aftermarket parts, but everything is discontinued for this bike. What do you guys oh. think my next option is? And are aftermarket carbs worth it? If so, what brand should I go for?
0: So um, you got... We we have an
2: eBay carb in the garage (laughs) right right now. Yeah. This is
4: from Robert Brown.
2: Hello, Robert Robert Brown. So you got a couple of options, Robert. Um, You know, eBay carburetors are a mixed bag. Hold
0: on. When we're referring to eBay, are we referring to used or Chinese? Both. Okay. We want to be clear on that. When
2: when you're buying a used part, you become a... um, very vulnerable to the condition of the part, and people's descriptions vary. Mm -hmm. Um, Bear in mind that a good cop-out for an eBay seller is to say the pictures are the condition. You can't really evaluate it from a condition. If somebody says it is in excellent or as new condition, that is a legal document. So if you buy the part and it actually in the description says it is in excellent condition and it is not, you have some recourse.
0: I have a question. What bike was this on again?
2: Uh, Honda Elsinore 50
4: from
0: 1974. What kind of uh, carbs would that have? It'll have a little Cayenne on it. Didn't we just learn from John mm-hmm. that you can oh, yeah. send your carbs in and two have K them refurbished? In. Yes. K in. From Cayenne.
2: Yeah. Two Cayenne. Also, as far as parts go, there are a couple of options for older Hondas. So, um, David Silver Spares, and it's spelt exactly like um, the um, metal, S-I-L-V-E-R, David Silver Spares. They're based in um, England and America. Very easy to use websites, all genuine parts unless they state otherwise, Um, and all vintage parts. The second option is CSMNL, which is Consolidated Spares (coughs) Motor Netherlands. Based in Holland, um, he's got everything. If he hasn't got it, you can't get it. A hmm. um, little ambitious with the prices, but, you know, if he's the only game in town, you really can't blame him. Um,
0: why not send it in to get rebuilt? I mean, well, with the carb, absolutely. Well, that's just yeah. the yeah.
2: carburetor, but there are yeah. other issues here okay. with gaskets and parts. Right. With the um,
3: gaskets and parts, though, I've had great success just making my own. You can buy
2: rolls of gasket material. Well, that comes the, the gaskets, store. but the parts. Like mm-hmm. jets and stuff like right, that. Right, right, right. You know, and I think he's talking about beyond just carburetor parts, I mean, parts for the bike. Um, Who was the guy 3D printing old bike parts?
0: Yeah, so that was at at Vintage Days. But the thing is, he needed to have one to scan to create the info, and he's building his database. Right. So So did he do do
5: like a laser cut pattern from the part that you give him? Is that how that works? No, no,
0: he 3D prints
3: it.
5: A a
0: gasket? Well, uh, he can sorry. 3D print anything yeah. on any material.
6: Metal, rubber, plastic, yeah. All, yeah, all the things.
0: Yeah, it was really, really cool. But, um, uh, but he needs to build up that database right now of, of the parts. So perhaps so,
3: something to look at, and maybe even if he has a broken part, you can scan that?
0: I'm, I'm going to throw one other suggestion. Um, vintage bike meetups. Meet oh, vintage oh yeah. vintage bike shows. There's all your resources right there. Find out if there are any vintage bike shows or meets anywhere near you. Go there and start introducing yourself to people. Amazing resources. Yeah.
5: One thing I've done with gaskets before when I just didn't have it on hand is I gasket sealer. uh, You can do that, but if you have the right thickness gasket material, you press the part into it. So, for example, Mm -hmm. if you have like the lower float bowl cover, you would press that into it. Rub your finger around the edge, then it leaves an indent. It helps to, to have events. a greasy, dirty finger. That's, that's right. <laughs> yeah. and then you can snip away with, with a small scissor or exacto knife or your preferred method of cutting yourself, and uh, make yourself a gasket. Yeah, that's, that's so, exactly what my thought.
2: Certainly for English bikes, the finest gasket material is always the cornflake box. There you always. go. Because it's waxed, <laughs> it's waxed cardboard, and it's just the right thickness to support itself, Without being too thick.
0: Cornflakes box. Alright Scotty, do you have an email there to read? We've got a couple here. I don't know if we're even going to get through all of these because uh, I still have their tiebreaker game.
3: Yeah, do we want uh, tech pick support one.
2: or. Pick uh, one. Okay. Yeah, just pick one. This is from Rich.
0: <clears throat> hey, Rich.
2: Hey, guys. I always oh. wonder if a guy called Rich has a friend called Paul. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I was listening to the last episode and think I can help with the frustration with the Rabaconda tire oh, machine. Yeah. <clears throat> I've used one for the last two years. I have changed tires on KLRs, Ninja 400s, FJRs, and Big Harleys. Rabaconda offer for sale a smaller spindle as well as attachments for one-sided swing arms.
0: Thank you. I this did buy the small spindle. my life. <clears throat> yeah. Thanks, Rich. Cool. Thank you. Yeah. I'm, I'm still... I'm going to... We all kind of agreed that the the first wheel that I tried that on happened to be a narrow twenty one inch right. small spit. I mean, it had and all they are the tricky. things. All the things. So we, we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll. we'll uh, I'll, I'll revisit that. And here's a here's an interesting
2: thing. Even with my hy- hydraulic pneumatic tire machine at work, the narrow twenty ones I still get on the floor and do them by hand.
0: Yeah, I know. You can do that. I can't.
2: But, you know, you a machine can't, there are limitations even with any machine. I will
0: say, though, that Rabaconda it did get that tire on. Yes. It did. So, yeah, we're, we're coming back to that. Okay. We're now ready for the tiebreaker game. Okay. Okay. We're keeping the teams, except um, this is going to be a little bit different because we're going to go back and forth and each team member will Bagel. take a turn.
2: If you mess this up, Bagel, I am going to set fire to your genitalia.
0: Okay. So what I found But he's ginger.
7: It's already, already on, ginger. on fire. Yeah. Oh, it's God. Done.
0: God. And, th- and this is going to get a little complicated. Okay.
5: Carpet drapes.
0: <laughs> so bear with me here. What I found on uh, hotcars.com. Jesus Christ
2: sure it wasn't Christian Mingle.
0: <laughs> Pawcarts.com. A trusted <laughs> news source. They ranked all the motorcycle brands top 15 by global sales. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Sales okay. volume. Sales volume. <clears throat> now, okay. this was published. Oh, this came out yesterday. So this mm. is a, mo- a...
4: Hot off the presses. Hot off the
0: presses. Mm. Now, um, they said the criteria was... Uh, Reliability ratings from consumer report and sales data from motorcycles data and just they were all different. Right, right, right. They, they, uh, they like compiled. they added
3: the sales volume plus all these other metrics. All these other metrics. Okay.
0: So they've created the top fifteen motorcycle brands globally. And here's what I do. They're one through fifteen. So we're gonna take turns going back and forth team to team. You are going to get, if you name the number one, you get 15 points. If you name the number two, you get 14 points. If you name Um, the 15th, you get one point. If you name something that's not on the list, you lose your turn and it goes to the other team. Make sense? Yep. So we're going to go Emma, Scotty, Bagel, Henry, Emma, Neil. Got it? We'll keep going like that? Right. Okay. Okay. So Emma, name one of the top 15 sales brands in the world. Honda. Number one with s- over sixteen million models, and I'm going to put a W for and the. And the, the, the thing, the thing that's clever no. with
2: Honda is they manufacture
0: in so many different countries. A T T for the tossers. Okay, all right, Scotty.
3: Yamaha <laughs>
0: <clears throat> number two f- over four million, and you are the S's. Okay, now a bagel.
6: Uh. Suzuki.
0: Number three. Mm. All right, the tossers. All right, Henry.
4: Kawasaki.
0: Number five. Ooh. All right. <clears throat> now that goes to Emma. No, I think. Nope. It goes mm, to Emma. To
6: you, Emma. All right, next. Yeah. Let me think.
0: <clears throat> oh, um, just so you know, so Suzuki, won around 2 million. And Kawasaki only five hundred to six hundred thousand units. Really? Yep. Oh, yeah. Hmm. All right. Um, <clears throat> but there's so many different
2: metrics because you know the Indian manufacturers Royal Enfield make a ton <coughs> of bikes for the home market, but reliability they're not going to do very well. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick my neck out because I've included so many uh-huh. metrics in this. Um, Hot Rod Magazine, they've, they've got Hot to. Hotcars.com. Hot cars. Cars. They've got to have found a way of including Harley Davidson <clears throat> in here somewhere.
0: That is number eight. There you go. All right, number eight goes to the Tossers. Now it goes to Neil. KTM. KTM, number six, 270,000 to 290. Harley, only 170 to 180,000. There you go. 000. So, KTM more all right now it goes to bagel
6: uj quenjin
0: uh it's not listed as that because Mm. that is kind of a parent company but i will give you an opportunity to name the brand that's on the bike
6: oh god which brand (laughs) well
2: there you go which brand come on bagel uh, you bet you, uh, you you better start um, stocking up on ice in the refrigerator, mate. I'm gonna <laughs> say uh I don't Kimco's uh, not gonna be the biggest one of that <laughs>
6: one. Well Kimco's not part of QJ, is it? No, actually. It's a no. Brand.
0: I need an answer, Bagel.
6: Uh okay. Uh I'll go with SWM.
0: It's not on there. Oh, damn it. All right, so, Scotty.
3: I I think I'm going to go with Royal Enfield.
0: Number four with 920,000
6: units. Wow. Wow. Good job,
5: Royal Enfield.
0: Okay, so, Emma.
2: Yeah, now we're getting into the obscure stuff.
0: No, obscure is SWM. Right. Yeah, I mean, that
2: that really is obscure. Who's selling Apparently. lots of bikes? Who's selling lots of bikes? I think BMW is probably going to be selling quite a few bikes. Mm, quite good quality. Yeah.
0: Number seven with 200,000 units. Hmm. All right. So is that yep. Henry? Henry.
4: <clears throat> Triumph.
0: Number ten with ninety thousand. It's amazing how you go from Honda sixteen million to Triumph ninety thousand. Well,
2: and th- that's kind of how it is. You've got you've <laughs> got know. the the manu- Japanese manufacturers at the top, and I mean, there by the grace of God, you know. Well,
0: Kawasaki's even number comparing five. Comparing Royal Enfield nine hundred twenty thousand units to Triumph ninety thousand. Right, right, <laughs> right. All right, so that's to Bagel. <clears throat>
6: um, I'm going to go with Hero.
0: That is a parent company. It's not. I know. I actually. You know what? No, I'm going to take it back. It's not on the list, even though Hero sponsored a bike in the Dakar. Hero is not on the list because it mm. is a really a parent company. So I'm going to say miss. So Neil, mm-hmm. <clears throat> um,
5: I think Ducati. Yep.
0: Ducati, number 12, 60 to 70,000 units. Ooh. 60 right. to 70. <laughs> Not <that> wild. <clears throat> yeah. All right, Emma, we still have number 9, 11,
2: 13, 14, and 15. Oh, God. <clears throat> KTM's gone. Mm-hmm. Ducati's gone. Um, BMW's gone. Royal Enfield's gone. Um,.
0: I need an answer, please. No, I know you need an
2: answer. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't mean you'll get this one. Is why,
0: <laughs> this is why your team is called the fucking Tasses.
2: Yeah, exactly. Now I'm going to string this out as long as I can. I'm going to look around the wall for some <laughs> yeah. inspiration. Well, I'm going to give that. you a countdown. There's some good inspiration out
0: here. Um, Five.
7: Four.
0: Three. Two. Uh,
2: one. No, run out of time. Tralala.
0: Okay, so now it goes to Scotty. Is that right?
3: Uh, I think so. I'm a little split on this. I I kind of want to kind of want to say Piaggio.
0: That is a miss. Oh. Oh. All right. Their, it's <clears throat> their
6: brands, though.
0: Vespa, yeah. yeah. That is now to bagel.
6: Uh I'm gonna go with uh Vespa.
0: That is also a miss. Oh, damn it. They are not on here. They're just not on there. I'm curious about how many units they sell, which means it is now Henry? Shit. Again, number 9, 11,
4: 13, 14, and 15.
2: Triumph is number 10. Triumph is
0: number 10. Triumph
2: is 10. What what brand uh, bike
3: did you show up on?
0: And I will give you the slight hint that I can see, I think, all of these brands represented in this room. Some of you are sitting very close to some of these brands, too. That's what's so great. All right, Henry, I need an answer from you.
4: I'm extremely doubtful, but fuck it. Uh, Moto Guzzi.
0: Number 14. Nicely done. 6,000 wow. units. Jesus, that's it. Wow. Yes. Yeah, it's a good thing you bought one. <clears throat> Which goes to Emma. You're at the point, just start naming brands. Well, you know, I'm, I'm completely drawing a...
2: a, a Name a brand. Aprilia. Aprilia.
0: That is a good guess. That is not on it. So now it goes to Neil. Indian. Number 13 with 35,000 units. Now it goes to Bagel.
6: Damn it. I was going to say Indian, too. Yeah, we still have
0: (laughs) 9, 11, and 15.
6: All right. Um, uh, Ducati was... Somebody already said said yeah, already know? said. Okay.
0: Shit. Um said uh, and I will give you one more clue. One of these bikes in fact number 11 on the list was mentioned in a conversation tonight on the show. Mm. <clears throat> All right. So, bagel name a name a name a brand, any brand. Go for it.
6: Okay. Um M- Modigutzi was already picked, right? Correct. Yeah, yeah, okay. that was number fourteen. Um,
0: <clears throat> three. Uh, uh two. Sim. Good guess. Not on here. What? Nope. So now they have been, they've to... sold more than
6: six thousand units in a year. You got <clears> to <throat> be kidding me!
0: All right, Scotty. Not according to hotcars.com, Bagel. What <laughs> hotcars? You can email them <laughs> if you have yeah, my word. Sure okay. And oh, my well, God. It's
5: on the internet, so it must be true. Mm-hmm.
3: Clearly. <laughs> a brand that. I want to say Husqvarna because it's all I can think of that you mentioned, and I have one that it's a I a brand, I like. and we know. And Ruda. you said KTM, though, and I can't, I, gotcha. I can't figure out if that already counts. <clears throat> uh,
5: no. No, it's, it's brands, Yeah, not okay. parent companies. Husqvarna. Husqvarna.
0: Number 11. Yes, 70,000 Husqvarna's. They have 70,000. 70,000. 70, 70, job, Husky. Does that go, now I'm confused. Yeah, no, I uh, think
2: it's me. You am. Right. Um, I can't <clears> remember <throat> if I put in Kimco. Kimco. Good Big guess, old. not on here. There you go.
0: All right, so then, Henry? Oh, fuck. Um, number nine and number 15. Number nine and 15. <clears throat> And oh. I'm gonna give you a countdown.
3: Have we said this
4: brand? Three,
0: right? two, they wouldn't
3: be on there. Um,
4: one. MV Agusta.
0: Number fifteen. Oh.
6: Ooh.
0: Ooh, that was for one point with three thousand units. So bagel.
6: Yeah. Uh Benelli.
0: Number nine. There you go. Yes. Scotty held the Benelli model up, and Henry said, wouldn't, no, be, on wouldn't it. be on there. And <laughs> I've been staring at that model behind you. <laughs> Number nine, <laughs> 150,000 units.
2: of bikes units. around the world. Wow. Well, th- I think so, that is down to But aren't to they owned by, like, SWM? The, it's the Chinese parentage. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, well, it's, it's Qenjin, brand.
0: right Now we got to see who won.
2: I, I bought you that model later.
0: I know, (laughs) I know. All right, we got to see a one. All right, somebody get a calculator out. We're going to, time to add. Where's my calculator? Okay, Uh, I'm going to do, let's see, for team tossers, uh, you got 15 plus 13 plus 9 plus 8 plus, that's it, equals? 45. Invalid format. Okay, so forty-five. Good, you got that. Okay, I did plus plus plus, and it went
3: nope. That's a good team name.
0: Okay, now it's good. All right, now time to to add up for silent. Are you ready? Fourteen plus twelve plus eleven. Hang on. Plus ten.
5: Oh, plus eleven.
0: Plus seven. Plus six. Plus plus five. Plus four. Go back to fourteen plus
5: twelve plus eleven. I screwed up here.
0: (laughs) Okay, hold on. Fourteen plus twelve plus eleven plus ten plus seven plus six plus five plus four plus three plus two plus one. I think we have a winner. (laughs)
5: Seventy-five
2: folks. It's clay.
0: Quite a Sound of Science. Good job, everyone! Isn't that interesting, really. Benelli? We don't really yeah. think. And and you you got it too with the well, Royal there, Enfield.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. That
0: they make yeah. a lot. They
2: make a bunch of bikes.
0: Well, the Indian home market is a
2: huge, huge market, Very and huge. I immediately discounted it because, you know, it's it. It seemed it was just based on numbers and not quality of bikes, and you know it, they seem to have a number of factors that led to it,
0: but well, it just distilled down to
2: units sold. And the other
0: thing's interesting, I believe Hero Motor Corp makes more bikes than anybody, but not under the Hero name, right? But yet they were sponsoring; they have bikes mm-hmm. in the Dakar, so maybe we're starting to see the Hero name, which makes sense. And yeah, QJ, they are starting to put things under QJ. But that's a parent company of Benelli and so many. Um.
4: To be fair to Bagel, like, you know, this is, this is just motorcycles, like scooters weren't included Like I guarantee you, Piaggio sells way more Vespas Than they, than they do Moto Take or Take it crillies. up at
0: hotcars.com <laughs>
4: Thanks, hotcars.com
0: Alright, uh, Emma, yeah. do you have another email Not there to scooters. read? Not uh, uh, uh,
5: Jixer uh, 750 <clears throat> is a, a perfect starter bike
0: And then That's Bagel, right. <laughs> you're on deck Because you have a quite a long email Right, so let's have a look I've got quite a lot Pick the best one, we have time for this Oh, yeah, okay, here we (laughs)
2: go. I'm Randy in Wisconsin.
7: (laughs) How are you now?
2: (laughs) Hello, misfits. Yes, it's Randy in Wisconsin again. I first want to thank Emma <laughs> Darling for explaining what the name Randy means in England. Another Commonwealth nations that being horny. I would like to add that it is only my name, Randy, but it not only my name, but offer of my in, in inclination. Good lad,
7: <laughs> get it, Randy.
2: Good lad, go for it. <laughs> I was originally writing in response to a past episode asking what would your next motorcycle be. Yeah, I had replied the Amhar T Max. 560 maxi scooter oh, which is available around the world but not in the u.s um but of available bikes in the u.s i would have to go with one of the triumph t120 bonneville's oh, those lovely mm. bikes I love the look styling and performance of this particular motorcycle i've ridden it and feel it would be a perfect good all round for me and nice addition to my current steeds being a 2015 triumph trophy se which is a giant thing and a 2021 Royal Enfield 650 <clears throat> <a center>. <laughs> <laughs> Um, You would also ask what in, indigenous dish would be where I live. I would have to say it's Booyah. That's how it's spelled. It's like a large, large <laughs> cauldron of meats and sev- <laughs> several vegetables. Uh, uh,
0: Emma, you did not say that right. Oh, booyah. Booyah.
2: Okay. Booyah. So um, it is a large cauldron of meats. And several vegetables, simmered <laughs> vegetables, for a, vegetables <laughs> simmered for a long time. It's usually served at large family reunions and public events. Um, well, I must, <laughs> I must sign off now as I feel the inclination may be coming on again. Nothing on TV. Have wank, Randy,
7: <laughs>
4: Randy in Wisconsin.
2: P.S. I'm the Randy that bought you Peter Gibbons and the crazy Canadian story of the teenager yeah. in 66. The road is then new Yamaha twinjet from Quebec to Huntington Beach, California. I love that story. Nice. Yes. That's Randy. Peter Gibbons, we had on the show, and he was really quite bewildered by this whole
7: thing.
0: <laughs> you know, as a 70 year
2: old, it's like we want to talk to him about his exploits back in the 60s. I know. But he
0: was great. Yeah, that was all yeah. fun. Yeah, thank you for that, Randy. Randy. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Bagel, you have your email there?
6: I do. I have an email from Simon Redding.
0: Hey, Simon.
6: Struth, where's Simon from? Subject is true, nor what? It, rides, it rides high, right? You pack of misfit bastards, we've had enough of yous taking the piss out of us Aussies. Fair suck of the bloody hot, bloody, bloody sauce bottle.
0: Can I just say, I want to be in a room with Randy and Simon?
6: That sounds like a party,
0: I know, right. <laughs> Meanwhile, so
6: I live in the island state of Australia, sunny Tasmania. Ooh. Our claim to fame, uh, Cadbury. Um, Cadbury? When, inter- when interviewed about the best bike roads in the world, Charlie Borman, you know, the understudy of Ewan McGregor, declared the the yes. best he'd ever ridden were on the west coast of Tasmania. To be fair... We do have some crackers, and ost bikers (laughs) often holiday in tears due to our roads. Think of Tale of the Dragon Road, but a hundred miles long, with no one on it. Nice. Anyway, long-time listener, first-time emailer. I'm wrong side of 50 now. I've owned my own bike shop, raced B-grade road, crap-grade dirt, become an accredited rider trainer, etc. Bikes have been my life since I was knee-high to a grasshopper. I love listening to the podcast. You're not going to after this. (laughs) (laughs) And Emma's mech knowledge is a joy to listen to. Oh, thank you, darling. Now, hang on there a minute. There is now a catch cry at work, lol. (laughs)
0: <laughs> now hang on a minute there. Yeah, we hear that all the time.
6: <clears throat> I just I just finished listening to the podcast biker identity crisis and wanted to offer some potential insight. As you get older, you change. Your psyche, your body, your joints, etc. You're slowly <laughs> change. <clears throat> but you don't forget how to ride. So what's the hurdle to jamming the bike up inside of your friend and throwing it onto your knee? Well, Mm -hmm. you are changing, but what isn't the bike? Mm -hmm. I've owned a Z14 a while now, and I've been getting those same i can not lean the bike over it will crash feelings that make zero sense. I too thought my time to hang up the lid was approaching. I know I need a couple surgeries and a couple joints replaced. But I didn't have this issue riding this bike 18 months ago. Why now? After hearing of my imminent surgeries, I started to pay much more attention to how I was feeling on the bike. Closer scrutiny found that, although not a conscious effort, I was holding several muscles taut. Interesting. And I was simply uncomfortable on the bike. But as it was a gradual process, I was not acknowledging it. Age had slowly changed my riding posture and ultimately I didn't fit the bike anymore. So, before throwing it all away, I set about lowering pegs and foot controls, <clears throat> added bar risers, and adding two inches to seat foam. Oh my God, what a difference! The fact I was now a lot more comfortable meant I was now more focused on actually riding. I changed my riding position to suit my ailments, and now I'm back to flat out like a lizard drinking again.
0: All right, let me stop, pause you there. So this is interesting what he's saying here. The bike that he's been riding felt foreign to him. Do you remember when we were out riding the SMT, which I've always said is my forever bike because it fits me like a glove. Right. But the brake feels soft than I remember. And the shifter felt higher than I remember. So already, the geometry feels different on that bike. So
2: you're carrying yourself
3: differently.
0: Possibly, which is interesting.
3: You had a few more degrees of head tube angle due to your flat
6: rear tire.
0: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. That too. Uh, Go ahead and continue.
6: It takes some concentration to evaluate your riding position and how it's changed over the years. I'm not talking about the... My back hurts, so I'm not riding today type of thing. I'm talking about scrutiny of every joint and muscle. Does it feel the same as it did three years ago? Would changing angle of controls fix that wrist ache, even though it feels weird to start with? What do you think? Just some food food for thought. Mm -hmm. Speaking of food... These bastards that carry their groceries home in the mm-hmm. old milk crates strapped to the back of DRs and KLRs, well, they can all go get a big black one up them. What? I'm not.
0: Hold on. <laughs> I mean, I, I love milk crates on KLRs. It's one of my favorite. I things. Strap a milk crate on
3: my XR. It works great.
0: Okay, all right. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what get a big black one up on means.
6: I think we can oh, guess it would oh, make okay. Randy. Uh, well, yeah, okay. Party. Yeah, call, right. call Randy. Big black boot,
0: maybe. Oh, all right. You guys, pay attention because this story is about to get very good.
6: Following a doodat home one day, she failed to negotiate a corner in front of me and went down pretty slow, but bad enough regardless. I immediately stopped to help, and in twenty minutes we had her back on the road. <laughs> Groceries seemed okay. All okay controls were good, but because she had damaged the, the lever throttle, I said I'd follow her home to make sure she was okay. Home was about 10 kilometers <laughs> away. That, that's kilometers, you illiterate bastards. <laughs> Thank you. Anyway. Not freedom units.
0: Uh, yeah.
6: I'm I'm behind this milk-crated bike, and a, I see a, a small amount of smoke start streaming off the tire or out of the milk crate i lick my lips. Flour. Oh, crap. So I reposition the, the black-turning-white <clears> bike <throat> and move away from the smoke stream. An old girl conjures up her best Toby Price impersonation as she thinks I'm going to overtake. <laughs> so she starts giving it the beans. It's a big bump in the road. And next thing I know, an unknown number of eggs, flour, apples, <clears> and <throat> fuck knows what else, pepper my lid. <laughs> I'm now a mobile cake mix and can't see shit. (laughs) (laughs) I scramble some vision back and pull over to wipe my visor and swear. But as soon as I stop, I see Dudette, 50 metres up the road, on her side again. (laughs) I quickly start limping up to her, thinking the worst as I hear her screaming. But as I get closer, it becomes apparent she wasn't screaming in agony. She was laughing hysterically <laughs> at me. <laughs> she said, if she could ride through an oven, I'd come out. A- she said, if I could ride through an oven, I'd come out as a muffin. <laughs> <clears throat> Guess where the next bloody egg went? Or a Dutch bunny.
7: <clears throat>
6: <clears throat> These are the adventures you just don't get in a car. <laughs> True. Keep the rubber side down and cheers from the real northern hemisphere. S- sign. P.S. <clears throat> you want some adventure, Eliza? Coin it. And let the universe guide you. Coin it. Did you right, hear this? It, right until you come to an intersection, <clears throat> grab a coin and flip
0: it. Flip it. Heads, you're going left. Tails you're going right. Do this 50 times and <laughs> see where you end up. Stay safe. I know where you end up in somebody's farm. Potentially <laughs> a with a right shotgun backyard. pointed
4: about your face. Okay,
0: <laughs> no. I am now a mobile cake mix, and if I went through an oven, I'd be a muffin. Yes, some of my favorite quotes from an email. <laughs> yeah,
2: absolutely, that was great. That was great. Was the muffin, man.
0: <laughs> the muffin man. Thank you so much, Simon, for that. That's wow, <clears throat> wow, and also a th- thank you to everyone for sending in emails. We did not even get through them all. If you have an unread email, go ahead and put them on that chair over there. We'll make sure we get to them next week. Thank you, everyone, for sending them in. Keep them coming. I love these stories. Oh,
2: e- Yeah, emails are great. But I tell
0: you, I also love pe- hearing people going through what like I'm going through, too, or, or similar experiences and giving advice. And it just reminds us, it doesn't matter where in the world you are. We're, we've got There's misfits everywhere. We are everywhere. Oh, absolutely. And I, I, I
2: think that What makes us, hey, I'm not suggesting we're unique, but what makes our approach different is we consider these things that are a little bit, you know, hard to talk about and talk about them candidly and openly, like getting old, you know, and Mm -hmm. being randy all the time. I mean, this is a real (laughs) affliction.
0: (laughs) So, Neil, this is your first time sitting in on the show. What do you think?
5: Um, I'm... Having a good time. I'd love to do it again if you would happen.
0: Yeah, yeah. Come on come on down anytime. Um, we've got some things going on. Emma, you wanted to plug. Yeah, so
2: um, we're doing, uh, this year we are doing three tours. We're actually doing three. We're doing um, uh, Dolomites Training Tour, which, of course, everyone knows about now. Castles and Curves, which is a lovely tour. And we are including, we are including... Um, where the hell are we going? Um, where are we going, Liza? On your trip? Yes. I mean, the, besides the Dolomites. Yes, we're going to um, your, the, the Italy, right? Yes. Um, mm-hmm. we castles are, and curves. Uh, no, and it's where the wine comes from, Tuscany. There oh, you are. Right, right, so right, right. So with, oh, yes. yes, yes, yes. Now look here. Mm. The thing is, with Tuscany, we're using a different rental company. We're using BTS. Uh, We're not using BTS. And we have this huge selection of bikes, so we're not just restricted to BMWs and Moto Guzzi's are on the list as well.
6: And are so there we, Vespa's on the list. Yes,
2: yes, there are. Yes, ones. there are Vespas oh. on the yeah. list.
0: In fact, Cat oh wants to hear from listeners who'd be interested in coming. What kind oh of bike they would want to ride? Right. You know, because uh, you know you got you got Ducatis and 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 BMWs, kind of high end, really cool bikes, but. You know, I'm going to go do right. um, Peru on a Royal Enfield, which I think would be really cool. Absolutely. So they've a got scooter.
2: Af- Africa Twins. Mm. They've got bunch of Hondas. The goose is always. I mean, the idea of riding Tuscany Motoguzzi's on a goose in
0: Italy yes. it could be pretty cool. Yeah, It'd be pretty
2: cool. It has me really yeah. tempted.
0: Yeah, right. We were looking at some of the models. Well, you can um, V85 TT, Stelvio, of course. And you got to um, see what's available mm, in Italy. They may mm, have stuff available there that's not. Know how you can
2: get and the V thousand. Mm. You can get the new V thousand. Yeah. yeah, one mm. of those six thousand bikes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. <laughs> So, and I have travelled with
2: Henry before, and I can reveal that Henry is a very, very good travel companion. I never told you this. It was very, very touching. that we, When we flew out to Germany, this is um, on the first um, uh, Dolomites training tour, we sat together, and we couldn't do that on the way back. And on the way back, we had to sit in separate places on the plane, and the plane was absolutely was stacked packed it was packed there wasn't a seat in it and it was a giant airbus i think it was a 380 it was huge and i'm sitting there and i've got a stranger on my left and a stranger on my right and i'm sitting in the middle seat which i'm never happy about and about 45 minutes into the flight henry just comes back and he <clears> says are you okay emma <laughs> like yeah i'm okay thanks for
0: checking on me it was the sweetest thing it's nice of
2: you. yeah, yeah.
0: Um, I put the link in our show notes to the Leo Escapes trips. Yes, Misfits always. Trip. So
2: um, if you want to go riding with us on either the Tuscany trip or Castles and Curves or the Dolomites, go to Leo Escapes. Um, everything's listed there under the Misfit trips. You're going to see some very expensive trips. <coughs> Do not let that put you off. I mean, if you can afford them, that's great. But our trips, the great bang for the buck If you can afford, there is a cat playing.
0: (laughs) Shredding paper. Shredding paper in the middle.
2: Um, If you can afford a used bike, you can ride in Europe with me and Kat. And that's what our trips will always be. For the cost of a used bike, you can have a great vacation, maybe the best one of your life.
0: There you go. And upcoming next weekend, if anyone is local and you're listening, come on down Saturday night 7 p.m. to the recycled garage <laughs> and say our junk the naked ride yep <clears throat> exactly henry you didn't volunteer but i think you're running it now right i'm
4: basically being volunteered <laughs> now at this point <laughs> <Voluntold>. <laughs> yeah the va- vampires will be hosting the uh we'll be hosting uh-huh. the naked ride next week with the help of the recycled garage
0: exactly so, so yeah neil we nice. couldn't talk you into it right bring your wife um tell her tell her that's the plan see how that fly, flies we'll, we'll see if <laughs> it is. sticks to the wall right?
5: from
4: what i understand <laughs> it's not, very though. nice we're to probably have probably gonna go skiing another passenger behind yeah, you, you during the naked
7: ride
0: there you go there's, and, warmth, um, there's that also uh, you'll find the other links in the show notes to vintage rides yes uh, and also to our rally coming yes. up in
2: april oh god that's going to be so are you much coming fun? to the rally henry you'd better I'll see if I can We're make volunteering time. Yeah, you. Yeah,
0: yeah, please, please, please. If you
2: don't come to the rally, Henry, I shall be crushed. All right, I'll I'll make time for it. There you are. See, see how easy that was.
0: There you go. Uh, and this is also the time I get to thank everybody. Um, and and I really try to mean this. I appreciate. Uh, our Patreon subscribers who give us money. I, you know, bought some new tools to add to the shop recently. I appreciate all the listeners, the people who send us emails, the people who donate their gear that allow us to give stuff out. The people who come and and hang out at the garage, like Neil, who never said, "Hey, I'm here to help," but suddenly just got thrown into, "Hey, go at this point, help him." Right. <laughs> and it's like this kind of it's a community. Everybody here pitches in, and I appreciate. Everybody's well, part in our community. It, it's like
2: one. life itself. The more you contribute, the more one gets out of it. Yeah. and the same is with 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 us at the recycle garage.
0: So yeah, I I give my thanks because I appreciate all, everybody who pitches in in whatever way that they can. So thank you everybody for sticking with us. Neil, we're gonna wrap wrap it up and get out of here. Do you know what to say at the end? Have you ever listened to the end of the show? Have you made it to the end?
5: I have made it to the end, but I have a mind like a sieve. Oh, well, well, okay, <laughs> just
0: say your name
2: when Liza points okay, to you. it's all really right, easy. Got that.
0: Go to motorcyclesandmisfits.com, <laughs> where I did update our list of all of our events and uh, our trips this year. You'll find the links there. And, um, yeah. Yeah. Emma, okay. Hey. alright. Go to motorcyclesandmisfits.com and you can email us at motorcyclesandmisfits at gmail.com. Gmail. Thanks everyone. Let's get out of here. This is Liza.
4: Henry. Neil.
0: Gimme the bean styling. Scotty. And we are out of here. Cool, cool. cool.